Hello and welcome to GabNet Rewind, Albert's Public House Edition. I'm Rob Alfano. Believe it or not, another weekend is here, and that means it's time for us to take a look back at the past week of GabNet programs. Here's our look back at the past week on the Public House. You know, in this day and age of self-service, and you know what I'm talking about, self-service banking, checkouts at the supermarket, and stuff like that, Albert had the right idea on Monday night. He had a new bit on the program called You Do the News. Instead of the host doing all the show prep, he asked the citizen panel to do it. Great idea. I have a new new segment tonight, um, and I'll tell you how it evolved. It evolved because I literally... Just walked in here and, you know, press the buttons that I need to press. Usually I'm in here for about an hour beforehand looking through what's happening in the world. I didn't do that today because I'm sort of, I'm kind of out of sorts and I just didn't feel like looking at, uh, at the crap that's going on. And I, I really haven't looked at it, I don't think, much throughout the weekend. I'm assuming it's all the same stuff. So, so the, uh, the bit is called You Do the News because I ain't going to do it. So, <laughs> right, Rin? So that's how, that's how it's working tonight. I have, I really, I have no idea because I was with a friend of mine today who just bought a new Lexus and uh, I've, had a, I've had my Lexus for 15 years. I have to tell you, uh, and I, I didn't buy it because it's a Lexus. I didn't buy it because it's got a, uh, you know, a, uh, a mark on it that's expensive. I bought it because it was a great value for a good car, and I have not been disappointed in 15 years that I've had this car. I've loved it. I've told everybody the service is great. Oh, great um, car. Yeah, it really is a good car. I mean, I, and, I, and I put it through a lot. I've taken it to Detroit several times. I've taken it Which on road trips. It, it, the one I have is the original RX 300. Oh, it's, nice. the, uh, it's the first one. And I've had it 15 years, and it's still going strong. It doesn't have the bells and whistles. I mean, my, my buddy just bought a, uh, a, a certified pre-owned 2012, and uh, he is ecstatic about it. But, frankly, he's a bit of a Luddite. Um, he has a uh, he has an Android phone of which he probably uses maybe twenty percent of the uh, features in the phone, and now he's got this car that hooks up with the phone Bluetooth. He's got that hooked up because the dealer did that. Um, but he's got so many bell- bells and whistles that, I, and, and I'm pretty I'm pretty tech savvy. I don't even know how to work everything in there. It's there's a lot of stuff. So we were just kind of hanging out all weekend with my wife, uh, going to going to have a couple of cocktails here and there, and. I went to a great little Brazilian restaurant under the Williamsburg Bridge where uh, there was a, a lot of young people, not all young people, which was good to see. And they had a live uh, Brazilian kind of samba band, but uh, modern samba band. So we were, me and my wife were dancing. She, said, she reminded me, we haven't done that since, I, I can't even remember when, but the last time we danced, we danced to Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Round. So, so, <laughs> so, so it's, been a, it's been a long time. But we were dancing to samba, not nearly the moves that some of the young people have, uh, some of the Brazilian young people. So we had a great weekend, and uh, I said, well, why am I going to stop this nonsense now? Because my buddy picked me up this afternoon. He's got a few weeks vacation. He, I, I don't know why I didn't work for the Postal Service, because that's where he works. And he's got three weeks vacation, in addition to the fact that he's had three months off already due to a, uh, a disability. He had some uh, hernial problems, and, he, and so they gave him three months he could take disability. Why, why was I not in the Postal Service? What the hell was I doing in, in, in radio, of all things? 
So so I continued that today. We went to uh, we went to BJ's and uh, loaded up the brand new Lexus, and I had a good day. And I said, you know, and I'm not even going to look at the news. I don't want to know what's on in the news. And uh, and that was the genesis of this the silly idea called you do the news. So um, I'm going to see if uh, I'm going to see if this works. We've got six people on the panel now. Uh, uh, Josh has joined us, as I said. Jeff has joined us. Uh, Jason has joined us from uh, the great state of Michigan, and. Um, I'm going to go around the, the panel, and if you could just give me one one news story to tell me what the hell I've been missing out on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to start with Rin, only because I know Rin's specialty. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to let you go on with that. Uh, and I think, I mean, you don't have to pick what I think you might pick as, as your news story, but, but fill me in on what's, what's gone on in the last three I days. Oh, you have post You have post-it notes. Okay, Rin, <laughs> Rin uh, let, me, let, me preface, uh, let me preface this uh, with the bit title. Rin, you do the news. Well, I have an Ebola update. Of course. Um, this is uh, actually from the first. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got the, oh. I got the jingle. Uh, I got another bit called uh, You Do the Jingle. David, you do the jingle. All that. All that. <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait, I don't need to do this. Yeah, forget it. Don't need that. I got David. Okay, Rin, all dead. Uh, the <laughs> Ebola, Ebola news. What do we have Ebola news? Well, since the first, there's been 163 more cases. 61 more deaths. Wait, wait, wait. When was the first? Was that Friday? That was Friday. Since Friday, how many new cases? Uh, well, no, excuse me, since the 31st. Uh-huh. What big deal, 31st, 1st. Uh, yeah. uh, 163 new cases. That's dynamite. Keep going. And 61 deaths. 61 deaths since last Thursday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got to say, that's this a, is a, this is a good one. that's only a 55% death rate. Oh. So that's a really low death rate for a disease that usually it's 90%. Slowing down, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, okay. What else? And the uh, the Peace Corps, one of the Peace Corps members that, that contracted Ebola uh-huh. landed in Bangor, Maine. In Bangor, Maine? Saturday. They were go- Wait a minute, I thought to, they were going to uh, Georgia, to the they CDC. Are, they stopped to refuel. In Bangor. And then went on to Georgia. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's lovely. Yeah. So so. I, I, so what I'm happened with them? Surprised. Are they are they close to death? Are they? Uh, what's the situation um, with them? Well, Kent Brantley, who's the the one that's over right. here now, yeah. and um, the lady's going to be coming over tomorrow. Um, he was given an experimental serum in uh, Liberia uh-huh. and a pint of fourteen-year-old boy's blood. Who come, had on, survived come, on, come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Are you kidding he, me? He, he had survived, so they gave him that, and he actually started to show improvement. So this is he a was, Dracula thing now? I want to suck your blood <laughs> to, to survive Ebola? the blood. They didn't just <laughs> end it. They actually put it in it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 14-year-old Only with blood. the blood of a very young boy. Yeah, right, right. Bye-bye. Sounds like Damien Eccles from the West Memphis Three. He wanted to suck his blood out. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure he did. All right, and is that uh, is that all we got on uh, on Ebola? Uh, that was the, just well, one post-it note, right? The white ball, who has just been given the serum. Who who is this? Not, this is the second uh, uh, Peace Corps worker. Oh, okay. The one that's that's due in the country tomorrow. All right, so I missed all that over the weekend. Really, really nothing big, I guess. Uh, I mean, Ebola's still there. 
I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. We always have Ebola. I did see my uh, see my screen at the at the gym. Who's always got all kinds of crap on? My goodness, I cannot believe the shit that is on TV. This show, The Chew, horrible, absolutely horrible. And that's with the sound off. I can't imagine what it's like <laughs> with the sound on. These are, and another show with five idiots sitting around a table. I, I don't know why we need another show like that. How many of these shows this do we one. need? Hi, Charlene. Yeah, all the chefs. What's going on, Charlene? Oh, I'm just you know when you're ready for another uh, news thing. Oh, I'm I going around. One. I'm going around the panel here. I'm going around. Get okay, while she's awake. All right, hold on, Ren. Are you done with the Ebola? I am done. You're done with the Ebola. Let me go to let me go to Damien and Nicole because uh, because uh, you are the four persons of the sit. Well, no, I guess I guess it's going to be Damien because Nicole, you stepped away. <laughs> so I give it I give it to Damien. Damien, what have what new? Uh, Damien, let me let me let me do it officially. Damien, you do the news. Uh, I have nothing. Oh, Back come on. You, Albert. One story. You got to have one story. <laughs> one story I don't know. It doesn't have to be heavy. It could be like the shit that Fox gives us. This it's is my Sunday story. night. I don't really watch Fox News. No. <laughs> Saturday evening. What did you get? How dare you? <laughs> oh, David, your, your, your video is lagging about a second behind your, your audio. I love that. And I thought I, ha- I, thought I had a headache already. <laughs> Microsoft products shmrgi. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so, Damien, nothing? Come, you can't give me one little piece of news? Nothing? There's got to be something. Nicole, help him out. Something. You do the news. Oh, shit. Cue, cue crickets. I don't know. You got, I didn't see... Uh, it was a busy day. I didn't hear you, of anything. I thought the Citizen Panel was the most informed bunch of people uh, uh, in, in the country. But you got nothing? That's all right, hold on, David. I know. I got some news. Okay, hang on, Charlie. Welcome, Charlie. By the way, all right. Mine. Let me go. Let me go to David. David, you do the news. Well, let me. You finish your beer first, then you do the news. <laughs> One news today is Obama's birthday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Was happy that... birthday. Well, you know you. what? Because you because you did see that's a, that is in fact a um, that is in fact it's a, a news. news story. Yeah, that's a huge that's ah. a huge uh, that's a huge story. I thought I had one. Hold on. Roma, I... and, and Fox criticized him no matter what. He's responsible for everything, even for Ebola. Yeah, he's an evil, Bill, evil person. Bill O'Reilly was completely insane. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's for Obama. All right, enough of that. Uh, maybe I should. You're maybe... a disappointment. He likes this one better anyway. He doesn't like Happy Birthday. He'd prefer to hear this. Enough. Okay. Well, David, thank you for doing the news, and let's uh, let's move on. Charlene, you do the news. Oh, great. Yeah, oh. yeah. Because I thought someone was going to get my story before I could get it out. Um, you know, the press secretary for Ronald Reagan that was shot during that assassination attempt? Jim Brady. James Brady. Yeah. He's dead. He, he oh, passed away. is he? Oh. oh. Yeah, that's, that's sad news. I, I didn't know that. When did he die? Uh, I think it was today. I mean. Oh, really? Today, okay. Uh, okay. Today. Well, that's that certainly is news, I would say. That was a, that was a huge, uh, huge story. And in fact... I believe that there was some gun reform that came right, right after that story. And yeah, I don't think anything happened after that, but uh, welcome to America. That's the way it goes. Well, thank you, Charlene. It didn't exactly work. 
No, well, it never it never works if it's gun gun reform. Uh, let me see. Uh, I think Charlie mentioned something. Charlie, you do the news. Okay. Well, now the Republicans are complaining that is the president is keeps bringing up about the president being impeached because the president's all the Democrats are raising money off of this impeachment talk, and the Republicans never had any intention of impeaching the president anyway. So, and and this is. What, do you work for Fox News? <laughs> That's what they're saying. <laughs> now they're saying that Look the at him. he looks like he works for Fox News. <laughs> You're him. saying that uh, that the, the story is that the Democrats are making money off this uh, uh, the supposed impeachment uh, call for impeachment. Yeah, How? and, and the, the, the Democrats are the only ones talking about it. Republicans never talked about impeachment. Oh, interesting. That's what that's what John Boehner said. That's what the Republicans are saying. Okay, yeah. so the Republicans are blaming the Democrats for talking about impeachment, saying that the Republicans are talking about impeachment only to make money for speaking engagements. Is that what I'm believing? Something like that? No, no. The Democrats are raising money for the uh, the camp for the uh, November elections based on the, this claim. Oh, that the okay. Republicans are going to impeach the Demo- uh, impeach President Obama. Okay, so they're 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 able to start their fundraising early because of this uh, claim of impeachment. And furthermore, Republicans are claiming that the Republicans never talked about it. It's only the Democrats that have been talking about it, and Democrats brought it up. Yeah. Republicans never brought it up. Well, you and I know that's bullshit because we talked about it last week and uh, there were Republicans <laughs> attached to that, so that's bullshit. But good luck to them raising money. I'm glad they have a, have a way to do that if, if you can They raised something up. like $8 million last week. And that must piss off the Republicans, doesn't it? That's well. why they came out with this crap about the, the, the Republicans never said anything about impeachment. Yeah, well... Good for them. Uh, maybe they won't make any money. They well, they don't have a candidate yet. So why should they? I don't think there's any 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 talk of any specific candidates at this point. All right. Well, thank you for thank you thank you for the news, Charlie. I appreciate that. Who else do we have? Uh, uh, do I dare? Do I dare go to uh, Jeff? Jeff, you do the news. You dare. You dare. I dare. You do the news. Yeah. Um. In the news, it was reported Friday night. I I heard this on the internet or saw it somewhere. Um, I may have been had a few beers, but the leader, <laughs> founder, trailblazer of the internet, Emmy award-winning broadcaster, and king of GabNet wants me to program his network. Now, what what are you talking about? I, I don't know what you're talking about. I heard just what I said, and so I'm working on the programming notes, and I'm putting together a syllabus, and uh, I'll get back with you folks. So you're you're saying that I don't even want to get into this. This is and, and this is. What does that mean? Program the network. Come well, up. With, I don't know. Listen to Alex on Friday. Oh, oh, yeah, listen to Friday I show. Been, what did he say? I didn't hear it. I, I thought I heard it. I was drinking. He said that that you ought to um, program the network since you know everything. Oh, yeah, I see. I am working on a syllabus. So Jeff is still the most hated man on GabNet. <laughs> now that now that now that Doug is out. He even said he no, likes no. Doug better. Oh. Those are those are big shoes to fill, and you're you're right, Jason. Wait. Maybe I filled those shoes. Jeff, Jeff, let me go to the expert, David, Doug, yeah. or Jeff. Who's better? <laughs> Doc, I won't talk back. I don't. Alex, Alex hates him, but 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 he can be our show. You know, I I like to fight with him all the time. Okay, Funny. all right. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Jeff, uh, keep us posted on what you got, uh, what you got in the program schedule. And, uh, you know, you don't have to put my name on the list because I got a, I got a headache and I'm just, uh, I got no information for you. I have nothing today. I have absolutely nothing. And oh, I told Alex that me, you and Doug should do a show together and call it happy hour. Me, who and Doug? No, me, Jeff, and Doug. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a good idea, but you can't That'd be, be awesome. Our great that, job, Jason. That, I'm going to incorporate you into our show, and I'll <laughs> let you know how that works out once I get Alex to sign off on it, which will probably never happen. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep we'll keep on that story. Uh, we'll have breaking uh, news, up to the minute information on Jeff programming Gabnet. Uh, but for now, Jason, you do the news. I, here's my new story. I'm Come buying on. a new freaking computer because my damn computer keeps on crashing on me. Come on, that's not news. That's uh, David said it earlier. Microsoft Schmierdi. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm going to get an iBook. But, um, do, do you, but it, it's coming back in the news. I'm sure you guys all heard about it, where that uh, dude in Detroit shot the uh, black girl through the screen door. When did this happen? That uh, happened a while ago. It was. Uh-huh. It yeah. made the news nationally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like four o'clock in the morning. You know, the chick was banging on his door because she actually was drunk. Had like a point two or something like that, like two or three times the legal limit. Right. And uh, accident or something. And, oh, I do. I do remember yeah, seeing this. She story. had a car accident, but that was hours. Yeah. Later. Yeah. She was banging on this guy's door, which, but he shot her through the freaking screen door. Uh-huh. And originally he called. He said it was an accident. But then he changed the story and said that it was you know, self-defense, that he was fearing for his life, mm-hmm. but shooting somebody through the door. But uh, that's coming, uh, I think the, the prosecution just rests today, and I think he actually took the stand, and he's just making big news around Detroit area again. Yeah, I imagine. Now, this happened in Detroit? Yeah, I think it was Dearborn, somewhere okay. you know, just outside of Detroit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And what's the, uh, what's the feeling now as to what's going to happen with this guy? I mean, I know there's got to be tons of speculation because that's what we do in this country. We don't wait till the trial is over. We we hang the guy way before that. So what what's the uh, what's the uh, the the bet? Hang him or or he's going free? I say hang him, but there's a there's a good amount of other people who are sitting there saying, you know, he was fearful for his life. Uh-huh. He thought that there was somebody else breaking in through his window and uh-huh. blah blah blah. But all this is coming out afterhand. And, you know, the, when he called nine one one, he said that he accidentally did it. Mm-hmm. You know. It, you shoot somebody through the door, you know, that, that, I don't don't get it. And he also thought the gun was unloaded. Oh, really? Hmm, Strike two on the memory there. Huh. That's, that's, that's a shame. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Anything else? No, Jason, nothing else at this time? As I say, anybody mention the water? Because my computer uh, crashed about the water in uh, Ohio. Ohio. The water oh, yeah. in Ohio? No, I, I don't know what's oh, going yeah. on in water in Ohio. Yeah, the Erie, uh, Lake Erie has uh, uh, algae bloom that got into their water supply. Oh, really? And they can't filter it out. So the whole town of, uh, was it Toronto or Toledo, Toronto, Toledo. whatever Ohio is. And then uh, some surrounding area, even in Michigan, there's like 400,000 people affected who are on a do not drink, do not even boil. You know, really? You can't shower with it or anything, yeah. You can't boil yeah. it and drink it? Can't boil it? No, they it? said if you boil it, it makes it worse. Wow. Whoa. My goodness. It's been going on for three or four days now. Well, <laughs> let me let me, let me me go then to uh, Josh, who I believe is still in Ohio, and uh, maybe has some follow-up on that, or has some yeah, other news, Josh. What do, you, what do you have, Josh? You do the news. Israel and Hamas have agreed to a 72-hour ceasefire. You are fucking full of shit. You are lying to me. I don't believe that. I do not believe that at all. 
Are you kidding uh, me? Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm not kidding. Would I make that up? Yes, you would. <laughs> Come on, they had they what had a you the host. She's supposed to know. They had yeah. a, no. I told you, I have not seen anything. So you're t- and, and th- what's the ceasefire details that you're making up? Well, <laughs> typical ceasefires means that they'll cease to fire. Right. And how long is this supposed to go on? Four or five 70, minutes? Seventy-two hours. Oh, That's like the last days. one. Like the last one that lasted seventy-two hours, but only lasted four. Is that right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now you're you're serious that they've 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 agreed on another ceasefire. Yeah. And and when is this supposed to t- uh, take place? Oh, it's already taken place. It Has it really? I don't know. No, what, I, I think they got about three and a half three and a half hours from now. Oh, really? I don't really? know what the hour it starts, but wow. uh, it's uh, already or any minute now. That's Plus, they've uh, Israel's has withdrawn from Gaza anyway. Their ground troops. Oh, so. they have. Wow, they what happened to the ground troops? Um, I don't know if every single one of them is out, uh-huh. but uh, as of this moment, but they're with either have withdrawn or are withdrawing their ground troops. Uh, apparently, they've accomplished or are extremely close to accomplishing their goal of destroying the tunnels, and so they're withdrawing and they've agreed to a ceasefire. Huh. So, everybody, if you're listening and. Gaza, go to the nearest UN school shelter. That is the safest place that you can be. <laughs> and what? And what's the line on whether this is going to last or not? Does anybody know? Is that what's Vegas given? Well, just because they're—I mean, I think that Israel has just decided that they don't really need their ground troops because their air superiority is already there, so they can just bomb them. They've taken out the tunnels, and now we can just bomb the rest. Oh, well, and what would they find in the tunnels? Anything? Mm, rats yeah. rats just rats <laughs> just you dirty ranch david did you have a, a point to make there did i see your hand yeah, i got i got fantastic point for jeff about yeah. ebola ebola for jeff yeah yeah ebola for jeff the the medicine maker who makes cure for ebola their stock went up 40 percent Oh, Today. there you go, Jeff. So follow, follow the money, Jeff. That, that's right. What forty percent? Wait a minute, David. You're making a joke out of that, but it's probably true. He's not making a joke. He's not making a joke. Am I laughing here? He's telling you that's forty forty percent up. The sticker is What's it called? Forty percent up. What is it? What is the company? Kelly Mark, TKM. TKM. Yeah, 40%. Well, you, wow. You know what? Um, Ebola and all these other viruses have been around a long time. Maybe it's time to cash in on it. You know how big pharma is tied into the government? Yep. This makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, David, I'm you not nailed laughing. It. I am pissed. I should have bought that stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have but, but you're absolutely you're right. right. Yeah. If you, if you buy for a thousand, thousand four hundred dollars today, you know. Yeah. So, so if we're playing Jeopardy, the answer is follow the, answer the is money. Forty dollars, forty percent up in stock. The question is, the question is, why are we hearing about Ebola? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ebola fans. Rin, what are you doing to me, man? What are you doing? What did I do? Rin, I just looked on the <laughs> internet when he's talking about Ebola. Did you miss the third person? What the heck are you doing? Listen to this. Yeah, another Uh-oh. one. Listen to this. Mount Sinai patient tested for Ebola virus. 
I didn't see that. On the Upper East Side, Mount Sinai Hospital is performing tests on a patient who had recently traveled to West African country where Ebola had been reported to the hospital, uh, the hospital says. A male patient with high fever and gastrointestinal systems uh, symptoms came to the hospital's emergency room Monday morning, officials said. The hospital says the patient has been placed in strict isolation, undergoing medical screenings to determine the cause of his symptoms. Oh, my goodness. Uh, didn't I tell oh. you guys to go through the West Coast of yeah, the country? Albert, Albert. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh. I, wait a minute. Albert. i got to get my plastic on my windows and my duct tape here. Oh, yeah, the Albert. doctor was uh, taken into a private airport, like in Maryland or something. What, what is it, Jeff? I know you don't believe in karma, but you were wishing that on us here on the West Coast that they come through through San Francisco. No. And look what karma slapped you the right back. It I, was, right I wasn't wishing it on you. I was wishing they stay away oh, from the East Coast. I don't want you to get it. I just don't no, want it to get saying, close you, here. You're saying, I hope it, you're saying I hope it comes in the West Coast. And uh, No, no. He karma, said he wanted it. I didn't tell you what he was saying. Let him say what he was saying. What was I saying? Nicole, tell me what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was encouraging people who were infected Help to me. fly into the West Coast instead of the East Coast. Yeah. He was not wishing Ebola on us. No. He was just simply um, wishing that they not give Ebola to the East Coast. Yeah. You must know that, you surely must know that I don't want any American to get Ebola. Americans should be free of Ebola. That's the evildoers should get Ebola. Oh, oh, what are you talking about? What do you mean Americans? Why are we special? It should be the whole world. Come no. on, Howard. You're backtracking again. No, no. Yeah, Amer- what, Americans. What's special about us Americans? I don't, want to know, I don't want to know how many people died or have Ebola unless they're American. Give me the numbers. Only two Americans. That's all we need. Don't tell me about the rest of them people. You, know, you, you people are so gullible. There's still kids at the border that are suffering. Of course there are. Are, are there? You do the do news. Do they have Ebola? <laughs> Not yet. You Not yet, if but if it's at Mount Sinai. Headlines, Jason, they'll get Ebola. <laughs> wow. This is, this oh, no, is the headlines is about their uh, fecal, you know, their crap problems or whatever, because I think a lot of them are throwing their uh, toilet paper in the garbage instead of flushing it down the toilet, and that's become no, a big story. No. Hey, Sam, you know what? You go to Mumbai, that's all they do. They shit in the streets in India. It's a big problem. And they're not having any, they're not having any Ebola or any of that stuff. No, it's just funny that the uh, between the, uh, the the Ebola and the Gaza, the war and and uh, Ukraine, you know they they knocked uh, the kids off the uh, front page. What is it? Is the Ukraine thing still going too? Oh no, they settled it. You're right. Putin pulled out. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm t- I'm telling you, I I have no idea. I I came His completely unprepared have. today. What's that? It's that Putin's dad should have. Pulled should have out. pulled out, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, good one, Jason. Yeah. Took me a second, but good one. If I had a, uh, if I had some kind of a uh, rim shot, I'd give it to you, but I don't have. Do I even have any? <laughs> Do I have? Albert? Yeah. Oh, are we done with that topic? Or? Wait a minute. I have I, this. I have a radio death. Wait, I have this instead of a rim shot. <laughs> Yeehaw! <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. I don't have anything, but. Or I have Bugs. I have something from Bugs Bunny. Let me see. What's up, Dad? Oh, I give you that instead of a rim shot. Um, what, what did you say, Charlene? There's a radio death. A radio death. Yeah, you know what it is. It's radio. <laughs> <laughs> no personality. Oh, who died? Steve Post. I have no idea who Steve Post is. Who's from, Steve Post? From uh, WBAI. Um, I think he might have been WNEW too, or something. From WBI, is it, so he was a uh, he was a uh, liberal talk host. I'm guessing. Yeah. He was 
WNYC. WNYC. That's another station I never listened to because they bore the hell out of me. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and I WBAI. I can tell you why I didn't listen to WBAI because Lynn Samuels was on WBAI. Right. I think uh, he was on there with Lynn at one point. Oh, Lynn Samuels. Yeah. No, I, I could. You know, and, and I don't even know what she used to talk about. I just couldn't get past the voice. That that was my thing. I did hear Every her a couple time of times. I ever talked about her before. I'd always do her voice. My wife hated it. Oh, yeah, you, you, you have to do the voice. That that that's all you need to tell, to show people how uh, annoying. Do you do she a was. good one? It's impossible not to talk in her voice. You don't know what you're talking about, Jason. <laughs> Fuck that, Alex. Right. Been in that fucking Albert. <laughs> She said that to me once. Fuck you, Albert. I said, yeah, okay. She did. Did you laugh? No, I shut the door. <laughs> I, I did. I'm not kidding. I shut the door on her. So Awesome. Yeah, that was good. I, I, I don't, you know, people die in the world. I didn't feel bad about that one, I have to say. And, I, and I'm not being nasty or anything like that, but uh, yeah, everybody dies. Some people, uh, I get a little choked up. That one didn't get choked up about, not a bit. In spite of the fact that we did a whole uh, a whole show in memoriam for for the woman, uh, but it did, but it didn't do anything the for me. Prep sheet. What's that? The, the Lynn Samuels memorial prep sheet that you did every day too. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you know, I should have I should have that now because the reason that we called it that was because uh, she thought that nobody did any prep but her, so we named it after after her. And here I am, not doing any... The first day, I'm not doing any prep, and we're talking about uh, Lynn Samuels. Wake up, Charlene. Oh, there she is. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. I'm looking at my cell phone. I'm not saying. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Don't lie. Yeah, so I may not be on the, uh, I may not be on the show tomorrow because... Um, Ebola is in New York, apparently, and really? uh, and it's making its way quickly from the Upper East Side uh, right here uh, to Queens. So, uh, but as I, I s- they you're kidding. The drug, though, huh? They gave the drug to the doctor, and uh, you know they're happy that they think it's doing something. You know, it's not that it's a cure, but uh, it seems like it's it's helping or something. Does somebody? And I said this. I said this. I think last week. But does somebody want to tell me how the hell it got in this country? Why are you bringing people with a deadly infectious disease? Out of the location that it's in and into another place. That is so the, the stupidest. The doctor's an American. What's that? And they felt that? The doctor's an American and they got him out because he helped everyone over there. And they thought that this country had better medical, uh, you know, better. better this country to knows how to deal with medical. Ebola better than the countries that, is, that, are, that are suffering for it as an I epidemic. Don't want Ebola that's in ridiculous. Country, but, you know. That's ridiculous. No, it's just a, that's just stupid. It's just not logical bring here, right? to bring the bodies out of a place now, where. Ebola. Yeah. Family. I'm always surprised by how many people don't know simple things about their own history. My father passed away in December of 2011, and my mom is still here. But over the years, we've had such cool conversations together. I learned about how they first met, what kind of jobs my father had as a young man, stories about his time in the service, and with my mom, all about how she met my father, how she worked for the federal government until she wanted to have a family and then became a housewife. I run across so many people who know so little about their family history. I even know a lot about my grandparents and some things about my great-grandparents. Anyway, Albert raised this subject Monday night sort of out of a joke. You know, I told my I told my uh, nephew when he was he's uh, he just got married this this past uh, couple of months ago. Uh and um 
I think he's 21 now, 22. I think he's 22. And I told him when he was a, a young kid, uh, maybe 10 years old, something around there. I said, uh, listen, I have a history of Alzheimer's in my family. So you should, you should know that I am probably going to start spacing out somewhere in the next 20 years. I'm, start, I'm, I'm already starting to lose my, my memory a little bit. My wife has to remind me what words I'm thinking of. Uh, but I said, look, and it skips a generation. My grandfather had it, so it skips a generation. I said, look, get the video uh, camera ready. Back then it was a video camera. Now it's just get your video on your phone ready. But get video ready. Go can GoPro, whatever you want. Get video ready and take video of me when I'm gone, when I'm when I'm checked out, in the periods when I'm checked out. And you and I can watch it together when I come back for those short spells where I where I know what's going on. We're, and we'll laugh our heads off and we'll have a great time. So I, I so I'm fine with that. And if you it, it, you know if you want to see the Ebola, uh, the the blood and the mucus dripping out of my eyes and my ears and all over, all you know coming through the skin, I'll be happy to do that. I have no problem no problem doing that. Uh, uh, just as long as you you know you know I'll I'll put it on and let you know hey this I'm I'm hemorrhaging from everywhere right now so you have to know that uh, don't don't turn on the video unless you unless you're spook uh, unless you're not spooked by that go ahead Jeff uh, that's kind of a funny bit not really but um you, you brought up something very interesting my mother is going through that right now where she goes through spells uh-huh. of dementia uh-huh. where she's asking about my kids and all kinds of crap and she knows I don't have any I, I I'm just thinking maybe I'll go videotape with my phone while I'm talking to her and she's asking me about my kids and then play it for her when she's lucid no but that um, but that that might be disrespectful unless you ask her beforehand when she's lucid uh can i do this see that's well, that's no, why i, I prefaced and, and with my, my i will my mother is very pragmatic and oh she, okay and, and I, I just wonder if that'd be really cool or dangerous but i'm gonna try it what the fuck no it, good, it but, sounds pretty sounds pretty neat good idea well, when she's you. lucid ask her and uh and and see how she does i don't know that anybody does this i i don't have a problem with uh with people goofing on me whatever's going on in my life i don't have a problem with well it's pretty serious goof but you know, when, when you're oh, like 83 and, and have a crappy uh, 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 quality of life like my mom and she has these good moments, it might be a laugh for her. I think a lot of us, are, when we get down to, down to those, those uh, last days, that, that higher age, uh, there's probably going to be a, a crappy quality of life for, for a good many of us. So we might as well have good times when yeah. we can get them. Oh, by the way, uh, Jeff, how are your kids? Uh, they're fine. Okay. You know, this, this, this reminds me, a friend of mine's mom, um, she died of cancer way young, like 65, mm-hmm. and um, she turned down the last surgery because they wanted to go out after a break. She said, yeah. fuck it, I'm done. Right. Anyway, she was she was in hospice and went over there one night, and the three of us are chatting, and um, she takes a couple of, I don't know what kind of pills they were, Norco, whatever, and then she starts drinking wine. And my buddy says, Mom, don't, don't drink that wine with, the, with the, those pills. And she looks at him, she says, What's it gonna do? Kill yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> and we all just broke up laughing because yeah. okay. she had like three weeks to live. Did and, she kn- and, and she knew at that point that she right. had such That's a short hilarious. time. Yeah, no, she knew that. She turned on the surgery. They gave her like wow. two months to live, and this was you know a little ways into it. And and we, we all just laughed. It was hilarious. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know if it's hilarious. I guess I guess you have to know no, the people no, you're no, with. Wait. It was a yeah, foregone yeah, conclusion. She turned down the surgery. Mm-hmm. What, Charlie? It would be a big three-week party if it was me. I well, agree. That's what she was doing. She was enjoying her kids, and yeah, I came over one night and yeah, 
You're right, Charlie. It would be a three-week party. Yeah, uh, not, her, her case, two months. I'm with that Why also. Not? I'm not for the somber and the morose. That does nothing for me. Uh, you know, if, yeah, and, if and, it's and, about and me. That night, what's funny is that night told, told his mom, he goes, you remember the Nova that I took out that night and came home with a big red spot on the seat? She's like, yeah, your dad was mad. That that was his new Nova, and you put a big red spot on it. He goes, yeah, Mom, that was my first time and in, in, with a girl. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. He was telling her all this stuff. It was great. Uh, well, I told I told my niece when uh, when she was here. I said you have to ask your folks questions about their life. You have to find out about what what happened in their early days. If there's any stories that people don't know about. If there are any family things that people don't know about. Because there's a couple of things in in my life that. Although I did have an open relationship with both of my parents, uh, there's a couple of things that I that I meant to ask over the years and just, you know, it didn't get around to it. For Not that we didn't have any time or didn't speak at all, but it, it's, it, it always got down to this thing about, uh, you know, talking about the now and the here and, uh, oh, how are you guys doing? What, what's, what's work like and blah, blah, blah. And we didn't get to, to, to talk about the history enough. And I said, I said to my niece, you really have to pin down your folks and 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 ask them questions that you want to know whenever you think about them um because you never get a chance after they're gone it's not going to happen again i said and do and do that for me uh for 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 that reason and for the reason that uh i told your your brother uh i'm going to start losing it very quick so you better get me while my memory is still sharp <laughs> yeah actually um there, there's a book I forget the name of it. I just browsed it briefly. Somebody showed it to me uh, of questions to ask your parents. And one of them is like, what was the view outside your bedroom window when you grew up? But nah, I don't um, and it's really cool because I do a lot of that now as my parents are aging. And I'm finding out really cool stuff. My grandfather was a gangster, ran a casino. See, now you're talking. Cops. Now you don't give me this crap about what was your view out of the window. That uh, <laughs> unless, unless there's anything to do with, with a good story or something. But, but see, the gangster thing. See, like I have a couple of things in my family too my mother lived right across the lake as a kid uh in switzerland from friedrichshaven which is where they made the uh uh, zeppelins and where they had all the uh, plane building and she always used to see planes going into the lake and uh occasionally an american soldier would uh would uh would uh uh, lose his plane in the lake and and come you, out on the Swiss you, side. You grew up in Switzerland. No, 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 no. My mother did. My mother did. Ah, uh, I uh, thought it was you. No, no, no. I've been to Switzerland. I spent a couple of summers oh, in Switzerland. Oh, beautiful uh, country. Yes, yes. Nasty, uh, kind of nasty people. But the country is very, yeah, very, very nasty. <laughs> very, I cannot agree with you. Yeah, they really I are. They're, they're, so, they're, I haven't seen so many in my life. But the country is beautiful. The I co- agree. Uh, the country is fantastic. Uh, if yeah. things th- and the food and and, yes. and the cheese yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. Fantastic. Everything's great about Switzerland, but the people—they're surly and they're standoffish and they're a bit they rude. Hate immigrants. Yeah, they, they hate don't. They don't like immigrants at all. They don't like yeah. them anywhere. They, they, Doesn't they matter. Had to spend the winters up in the mountains. What's that? <laughs> So if you had to spend the winters up in the mountains, oh, you'd be come on. surly too. There's not a lot of mountains there uh, that that people are spending their time oh, in. There's a, there's a lot of farmland. Uh, Jason, did you have something? I was going to ask. I'm sorry because I got no. off. If I missed it, is, is that why you have a dual citizenship? Is just because your mom was born there? Yes. Yes. So they automatically just give that to you, even though that you weren't. They used to. They don't anymore. 
It used so to be you can a few hide money there since you're a citizen, right? Well, I, I suppose I could. I, I don't really know. They, they still do. They still do. If you are very rich, like Tina Turner has become Swiss citizen. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. But I, 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 I suppose I. Well, in fact, my uh, my mother's brother, who is now uh, dead, he uh, he's been dead for a couple of decades now. I think uh, died young, forty two years old, and had huh. had another just one time one night. Sitting watching TV, gone. That was it. How old are you? You never know. Me? Yeah, no. I, I've I've passed that by uh, by um, by uh, six, six years. No, years. by by a decade now. A decade this week. Um, uh, that uh, uh, forty two is gone. Um, but but he he went and he. Is it your birthday this week? It is my birthday this week. Come he, uh, on, man. Hey, thank you, thank you. Oh, so he's yeah, blah blah blah. Anyway, he uh, uh, he celebrate. Uh, oh, for goodness sake! He was uh, he worked oh. in a he worked in a bank. He he worked in one of the Swiss banks. He was a pretty high up guy, and I had to go into some private room one time and sign a bunch of paperwork. And I think it's somewhere, but I, but I, I, I think I may even have a, an account or something. I, I'm not even sure. You might I haven't want to look into, into it. that. Might yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it doesn't matter to me because whatever it is, there's probably nothing there. Uh, although, if it if it keeps up and I don't have any work soon, you could fund Gabnet. I, I can't fund Gabnet. Um, I could help fund Gabnet certainly, uh, but I can't fund it. But uh, but I may well, you never know. How much funding required? They don't pay the programmers very much. <clears throat> they don't pay the programmers anything, or the hosts right. for that matter. That's my what problem. are you talking about? Um, I, yeah, I so that's so, my job for this shit. Look what yeah. happened. Coming up Tuesday night highlights, where the topic was Ebola. Want all the latest information on GabNet programs? Simple. Log on to GabNet.net. There you can listen to the network stream, catch up on recent GabNet programs you may have missed, and get information about upcoming GabNet events. There's even a convenient one-click call button to make calling live GabNet programs easy and special links to all GabNet programming on iTunes. It's GabNet.net. It's everything you need to stay in touch with the Great American Broadcast Network. This is GabNet, the Great American Broadcast Network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. It's GabNet Rewind, Albert's Public House Edition. I'm Rob Alfano on Tuesday night's program. It seemed that Ebola was on the minds of the large gathering of the Citizen Panel. Actually, if you stop and think about it, Albert's Public House is the only place that I can think of where we've been tracking this disease since it first began months and months ago with RIN's updates. The the American aid worker Nancy Wrightbull is being treated for Ebola at Emory University Hospital oh, in Atlanta. Oh. Bruce Johnson, the president of Christian Medical Mission Sim USA, says she's very weak, but she's showing signs of improvement. He added it's not known how Wright Bull contracted the deadly virus, um, but uh, other oh, deadly disease. Is it a virus? I've had, uh, yes, it's a virus. Yeah, it's yeah. a virus. Yes. Yeah. Um, she arrived uh, in Georgia today after a plane carrying her from Liberia landed at Dobbins Air Reserve Base. Still don't understand why people are being brought into this country or anywhere away from where the Ebola is. Leave them there. Because we're dumbasses. Well, m- maybe. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I don't have a problem with it. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I, 
because I, I really think, yeah, something could happen. But I think we're better equipped to, to deal with it, this thing than anybody else is. Leaving them over there well, is part of the reason so many people die. Well, if we, we were we better, have better facilities. If we my, were, my understanding, my understanding is that we can't cure it uh, by bringing them here. But the support that we can give the body itself to be able to combat this thing is far better than they could anything they could receive over there. So you know, you weigh it all out. I think we're pretty secure. But what are we going to do? Bring this piecemeal, one at a time, one one uh, uh, dripping body at a time in in an airplane, uh, filled or not filled with other people, or at least having other people on the airplane with the uh, a chance that it might get out and, and somebody else may contact it, contract it, or br- or bring those services over to the place where they're definitely needed. If we can do that, it doesn't seem to make logical sense to me. It just. It's- it just I, I think they're sur- just going to bring Americans back here. Well, fuck that. That's a stupid thing to do, too. Well, well, no, exactly. I mean, I have, have, you, have you seen that movie with Dustin Citizens? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, David. There. What's that, Rick? Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, you know, I can understand bringing Americans back here, but we still need to do something over yeah, there yeah. and set something up, probably in conjunction with other countries. Oh, you're you're breaking up a little, but I I have to say I have to say that I won't I won't mind uh, bringing the Americans over here and having the resources to take care of them when we have twenty, thirty, forty people with Ebola in the United States. And if we keep doing this, I suspect that's going to happen. Let me go to David and then uh, Jeff. David. Yeah, have you seen that movie with Dustin Hoffman, Outbreak? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the same kind of situation. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if it's the same kind. I hope it's yeah, not. Go ahead, Justin Jeff. Hoffman doesn't have it. It's a movie, David. Um, yeah, but it's a movie. It can happen, you know. Well, I, I, yeah, I, you're right. Um, so I agree with Rick. We, we have better resources here. But I want to ask our resident expert, Rin, um, and you don't have to look it up, but I heard they gave these guys a new serum that was they were only doing on rats, and it wasn't going to be ready for another year, but they went ahead and gave it to these folks, the, the two, and I heard they're doing better. Does anybody know about this serum, what it does? Yeah, what it's it, made yeah, from heard about the antibodies well. uh, from the patients who've survived it, but they have no idea right. whether it's going to work, and they won't be able to determine that either because... It's the body's own response. It may or may not have be having an impact, and you can't test it on anybody. You can't say, oh, good, here, let's give you Ebola and see if this thing works. No, I, I heard that these people were doing better once they took it. I don't, they don't know if it's as a result of taking that or it's just the things that they're doing to help the body fight it off on its own. Gotcha, Rick. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, Daniel, the, did the you headline have that I had seen was actually um, a little... Um, inflammatory it was saying you know uh they are using this experimental procedure on americans how come they are not using it on anyone else and uh, yeah i thought it was a little Doesn't inflammatory Th- thank you rick for um a little a little more data well there's a there's a there's, a there's a good there's a good answer to that damien they're using it on americans because they're americans come no, on man no no they're <laughs> well, using it the on point of the article is you know <laughs> yeah come on, i no. mean they they're using it on Americans because they can do it in a better controlled environment with better uh, processes and procedures and 
uh, that are care available. And that's why they're going to do. They're not going to do the. And then and then they'll be able to oh, more also, quickly find uh, a way to treat this in in uh, in an easy way that they can charge a lot of money for it. And that's what it's all about. You forgot that part, Jeff. No, well, well, I was I getting to that. that there's once an they, aspect. Go ahead, I think Damien. there's an aspect of them treating these two particular Americans because they were bringing them into America. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's a big factor, too. Hey, they better, yeah. they really better know what the hell they're doing, because if they don't, and p- the, these people die, and or even worse, it goes to somebody else, that's going to be some trouble, some big trouble. No, but but if... If it works, you know, Ebola, Ebola, it makes the headlines. And if, if the uh, if the serum works, I don't know the company, but I'll bet you if you look it up, I bet you their stock went up five hundred percent today. Oh, I'm sure. And, and, and it, is, it is about the money. And by the way, That's the uh, biochemical. Yeah. By the way, the the uh, the the newspapers are doing well too. I saw the the walking by this morning, the New York Post and the Daily News, huge Ebola scare. You know, it's. I mean, this sells papers. This is this is what it's all about. Everybody likes this kind of stuff. Let well, me tell you, the money. Let's follow the no, money, it's, right? It's nothing new, Albert. Right? If it bleeds, yeah. it leads. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, we found the new method of scaring the population instead of just terrorism. Terrorism doesn't mean anything anymore. That's not a scary word. Ebola. That's a scary word. Put that on the front page. <laughs> Don't put terror. Nobody's scared of terror anymore. Put Ebola. That makes your eyes Boy. bleed. I love that. You are so you are so right, Rick and Albert. You are so right. Yeah. Terrorists didn't scare us anymore, but no. Ebola. Ebola. Oh, shit. Absolutely, Ebola. Yeah, the American public gets really um, gets uh, develops a, a callus to um, any sort of scare. Yeah. And you know, six months on Ebola, and all we got to do is. Um, Go back to uh, terrorism, and and the American public will be ready to accept no, terrorism no, again. No. And as soon as we're not, you know, then we have a, a, a few da- plane crashes. Damien, we'll, we'll Damien, plane, Damien, plane crashes for a while. You're saying six months? Forget it, man. We got Ebola. We got MERS. We got bubonic. We got pneumonic. We got West Nile flesh eating chicken guy and lots of, of people legionnaires. In six all months, none of it will be news again. It'll all be about terrorism. No, again. That, no, that's the great thing about this is they all trade places. Ebola dies down a little bit. Oh, bubonic is back. Oh, chicken gunya. Oh, flesh eating. <laughs> you know, my favorite is chicken gunya. Chicken gunya. Like yeah, that's a good. Delicious. I happen to like. I happen to like flesh eating. I swear I ate that at an Indian restaurant. Later. Yeah, yeah, tandoori, chicken gunya. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, let me see. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the racial uh, slur database. Let me go to Indians. Uh, what do we got? Uh, hey, Babar, what are you doing with that chicken gunya? Hey, Babu, what are you doing with my chicken gunya? Hey, Bindi, what are you doing with the chicken gunya? These are all the uh, slurs on the uh, newly uh, released <laughs> rsdb.org.org. I love that. Racial slur database.org. Oh, oh, wow. There's some, ba- there's some bad ones here. They have an app for that? Huh? I'm sure they do. Some money. They will soon. I don't know. Oh, there's a, wow. There's a lot for Indians. Woof. Wow, Slurpee Jockey. <laughs> Slurpee Jockey is not one of the bad ones. But I, I, I'm looking for Hispanic. You find me Hispanic ones. That's what I want to see. Let me keep, let me keep uh, you further informed on Ebola uh, um, by telling you that uh, the officials, the health officials in Ohio, um, 
have uh, found out that the Ebola vi- uh, virus that they suspected in a uh, 46-year-old woman who was placed in isolation has come back negative. So uh, no, uh, no Ohio uh, Ebola. I'm, I'm sure that Josh is pleased to hear that. Columbus Public Health Department officials say the woman had recently returned from West African country that is part of the Ebola outbreak. Meanwhile... New York City Health Commissioner Dr. Mary Bassett says the city has taken precautions in the event of a person with Ebola showing up at an area hospital. Uh, Of course, she didn't mention what those precautions are. I think there are probably signs that say, run your ass off. I'm I'm not sure what the precautions are. But she reassures... uh, Yeah, uh, whatever it is, uh, she assures New Yorkers that uh, Ebola is not highly infectious. This is what she said. Ebola is not highly infectious and that there needs to be contact with bodily fluids to transmit the disease. Uh, it is not an airborne virus. Uh, I, I would have to say that it's pretty fucking scary regardless. In the meantime, British Airways has halted flights in and out of Sierra Leone and Liberia's concerns mount about the extent of the Ebola outbreak in West Africa. They will be suspended until at least the end of August due to what the airline called a deteriorating public health situation. So that's what's going on in Ebola. And still, in spite of all that uh, horrifying news, Charlene is taking a nap. So it can't be that bad. No, I'm not. I'm Googling Ebola. <laughs> oh, it can't possibly. With your eyes closed? You're not Googling no. anything with your eyes closed. Jeff, go ahead. Ebola, finish it up. Uh, Africa, um, you know, all these diseases come out of Africa because they're like a third world country, most of it, and they still interact a lot with animals, and these things start with oh, animals. You've all heard that, right? Yeah, so, and, and monkey fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, what AIDS, monkeys, everything. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering, um, uh, is there something we can do, or do they prefer to remain third world and stay in tribes and hunt wild game and eat it and that kind of stuff? Do they prefer that way of living, or it just hasn't happened for them. They haven't, you know, made it because Africa has a lot of resources. They no, they, could be they, a wealthier. Uh, there uh, are some continent. people. There are some people in those countries that eat bush meat, and that that's what they that's what they live on. Uh, and, and there's no getting around it because they're too too poor to, uh, to to buy anything else or to farm anything else. So they eat bush meat. I I don't know whether the Ebola uh, spread has has been caused because of that or or, or dealt. A blow because of that, but um, no, they, they said it comes but, from animals. Well, I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in the uh, fucking the monkeys is where all these things come from. That's what I. Yeah, if, if I, they got a small tail. I dated a girl who that. once fucked like a monkey. I yeah, mean, she see, was wild. It's fa- I think she had a prehensile tail. You do know that your wife is on the line, don't you? And they. That's Citizen okay. Panel? This is before. before oh, before. Teresa. Oh, okay. All right. DT. <laughs> But I, I just like I just like that it all comes from fucking monkeys because that's so much more romantic than the, you know what where it came from. It came from a pond of mosquitoes. That's that's there's nothing fun about that. Fucking monkeys though. That that's a g- nice visual picture. Speaking yeah, of fucking monkeys, David, uh, David, you I, put I, on a you not, put on a, a shirt. Why'd you do that? No, oh, now he dropped off. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just going to say oh, that the monkeys. Oh, it bothers everybody. Oh, no, 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 no. You're fine without the shirt. Don't worry about it. I'm waiting for Josh to take off his shirt. It's like watching an episode of Cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David. David's the guy that go over and talk to him by the car. Well, did you hit her, David? <laughs> she hit the, the me name of the first. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
And and it's a good thing he's not drunk or stoned, huh? Hmm. Wow. Because <laughs> you don't see that on cops either. David, you with us? David might have been pulled out of his house already. I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm fine. Oh, I got Vicodin, I got Ambien, I got. Oh, uh... I will. I will have to go through Alexis' program as well, so I take Vicodin. What's that? I can't. You're breaking up. I I get very disturbed when that happens. But be careful on the Ambien. That'll put you to sleep. Not him. You're right. You're right. He's like he's like a, he's like a rhinoceros. You can you no, can the, shoot him full of anything. He's still standing. No. Right. Yeah. The beer is an, an <laughs> activator for the uh, ambient. He's so got the uh, what did he say? Uh, um, uh, orange juice with uh, gin and juice. Gin and juice. Gin, gin tonic, orange juice, Vicodin, no, gin Ambien, gin and juice. And I don't I don't even know what else. Yeah, but, but I will take it after midnight. You will take what after midnight? Vicodin. Oh, okay, yeah. Take well. Do you why you took the Ambien already? No, because I don't want to fall asleep. No. Okay, good. I'm yeah. gonna take it after midnight. I gotta tell you, I'm very excited to meet you in October. I can't wait till that happens. I'm gonna be so sober just to prepare for that night. I'm gonna be sober maybe for a week so I can prepare for that night. I don't know how I'm gonna prepare, but I'm but I'm going to prepare. No question about it. So that's it for uh, that's it for Ebola for today. I don't know what the number is. Eight hundred and eighty-seven was the last count I had. Um, well, they said I, I thought I heard in the nine hundreds. Oh yeah, come on! But, but they think there are a lot more because what's happening is a lot of the people out in, out in the countryside are burying people without telling anybody what they died of, which ah. is making things even worse because oh, they're, they're they're just scared. Hey, I got a new slogan uh, uh, for the uh, for Ebola. E- Ebola, not just for Africa anymore. See, because we got, because so, we got some now. What do you think? <laughs> you like it? Coming up, Albert was acting in the true spirit of the public house with spirits. Stay close. Time to play Gabnet Feud. Thank you. Here we go. We've got the top five answers on the board. What's your favorite things about the Great American Broadcast Network? Citizen Panels! The number one answer. Remember, the Citizen Panel is an exclusive to GabNet. Okay, pass or play? Uh, we're gonna play! Okay, here we go. Five favorite things about the Great American Broadcast Network. How about Alex Bennett's Ramble at 10 p.m. Eastern? The Ramble! Yes! Let's talk more music. Let's talk more music. Oh! Are you still listening to terrestrial radio? How about Albert Reynoso's Public House at 9 p.m. Eastern? Albert's Public House. Okay! Revelstoke Jim's Canadian Content at midnight Eastern. Rebel Stoke Jim! Yes! Two more. Um, Gabnet Rewind all weekend long. Gabnet Rewind! Yes! One more. Uh, Gabnet.net. That's it. Gabnet.net! A winner! Thanks for playing the Gabnet Feud! This is Gabnet. The Great American Broadcast Network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. 
It's GabNet Rewind, Albert's Public House Edition. I'm Rob Alfano. If you look at GabNet.net under the on-demand area, you know, if you see Albert's Public House there, you'll see what the description says for Albert's Public House. Now, it says a bar with no booze. Well, not the case on the Wednesday night public house. Albert, who it seemed was out celebrating his birthday, had a snootful when he hit the airwaves at 9 p.m. Eastern. Let's have a listen to the open. Holy shit, and I am flabbergasted. David Hike makes it in as the fourth person of the Citizen Panel for the first person since 1964. David Hayek is the fourth person of the Citizen Panel. And I tell you what, I was going to do this, Rin. And, and, and by the way, I have a, a conglomerate of people behind me today. For some reason, I don't know why. Maybe because I'm a little inebriated and they're concerned about my state. Uh, but I have my, my uh, one of my best friends, Michael, is here. And my wife is here, uh, I, I think just because she thinks I'm going to fall off my seat because I'm so fucked up. Um, <laughs> only, 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 only with alcohol, not like in the David Hayek way, where it's alcohol and barbiturates and weed and, and everything. But, but, I, but I, said, I said today, you know what, in spite of the fact that Rin gets in every day and she gets in uh, uh, authentically and, and properly... I said, I think I may even click off Rin just to see if, if that works. I don't know. Rin, and it's no, it's no offense to you, absolutely. I said, I just want to see maybe maybe if that's a way to do something, just to see how it works, just to see if David could get in. And, and the unbelievable probability that happens in the world, the craziness of the world, is that David actually got in first before Rin did, and I am amazed by that, and and I will never fool with the system again because the system works. <laughs> the system works perfectly. So, so David Hayek is the four person of the citizen panel, and so I think that David is probably going to have to take the oath of uh, four person as Rin does uh, every day. But we haven't made her do it for uh, uh, eight years because she's been the four person for eight years. Um, but David, I, I think I'll let you slip anyway because you probably had uh, a couple of beers like I have. Oh, you got Sapporo today. Okay, oh, that's yeah. very nice. And you know what? They're uh, making it now in Canada. Uh, in Canada, Sapporo, really? Yes. Really? Yes. No kidding. Well, whatever. It tastes good, right? Yeah, it's very good beer. Yeah, it's I good love it. beer. Nice silver can. Yeah, it's a good can. It's a nice, uh, nice taper on the can. And uh, what else? Have you got a little uh, Vicodin? Have you got a little um, uh, Ambien? Absolutely. You have no, no, uh, no, not Ambien. No Ambien. Three, Vicodin. Three, three, three Vicodins, five beers so far. Jesus Christ! Three Vicodin. Oh, so far. And since when has that been? So far. Well, we since have to wait noon. till midnight. Since noon. Okay. Since noon, that's okay. No, since noon, that's yeah. okay. Not that I advocate that, and of course this is all for uh, dramatic purposes, according, according uh, to me for the uh, government, if they need to know. This is all for dramatic purposes. David has not uh, had any of these things, and that's of course a can full of water. And uh, when he lights right. up that little, that little funny thing, that of course is tobacco in uh, rolling papers. What do you prefer, Big Bamboo, or what, what's your favorite rolling paper? 
Big hey, Bamboo. Big Bamboo. Okay, good. And, uh, okay, so since you are the foreperson of the Citizens Panel today, just take the oath, say, I solemnly swear, just hold up your hand for a second, your right hand, and say, I solemnly swear. I solemnly swear. Okay, that's okay. Now you're set. Now you're okay. You're, you're now the foreperson because you've solemnly sworn. I don't know to what, <laughs> but, Rin, isn't that right? That's really all you have to do. As long as it's solemn. Yeah, as long as it's a solemn swear, that's all. That, that's all that matters. You know, happy birthday to you. Oh well, happy thank you very much. To you. Yeah, I, I've happy not been birthday, anywhere today. Dear Albert, I've not been happy anywhere today, but to uh, but 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 at lunch with my wife and then and, and and my friend Michael, and then Michael decided that we're going to go uh, have <laughs> let's have a cocktail to celebrate your birthday, which wound up into into several cocktails, uh, quite a few cocktails after that. One thing I know about Albert, he's not afraid to speak his mind on things. So I know the following rant has nothing to do with the alcohol. And I, I thought I was going to start off by saying, uh, uh, fuck Verizon, fuck Verizon, fuck Verizon, fuck Verizon, and fuck Verizon. But I didn't get to say that up at the start. I didn't get to say that up at the start, but, uh, but I will say that now because, I, because right, right as I had my first beer ready at the bar, there's a, a Verizon store right next door, and I've been having a pop-up come on my phone, and I asked them about my pop-up when I, when I had my first beer. I said, excuse me, Michael, I'm just going to go next door see if I can figure what this is see if they can figure out what it is and what they decided to do is wipe my phone and start from scratch so that's that's what I have to deal with now instead oh, of asking shit. instead of saying you know we may have to wipe the phone and start from scratch they decided you know fuck these people we're just going to do it anyway because it's going to solve the problem so fuck Verizon fuck Verizon fuck Verizon and fuck Verizon you know and I would say Verizon Schmierdi but that's not even uh, high enough for what I for the praise that I feel for Verizon at this time, and I got to tell you, I love the Verizon, the, the the coverage, the service, whatever that is. But the but the assholes, the douchebags, the schmucks that work at the Verizon store should all be fired because they are inconsiderate. They don't give a shit about who comes to the table and, and gives their phone there. They just they just move their finger up and down the phone without showing you what they're doing. They don't say anything. So that's why I say again, fuck Verizon. Welcome, Josh. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. In spite of it all, not bad. And uh, and of course, Jason is joining us from Michigan. Jason, I need to see exactly what kind of beer because I will ban you from the show tonight if you are drinking shitty beer. I will ban you. Show me. Show me. Yeah, show us. Show us. <laughs> <laughs> it's shitty beer, man. I won't show you that. Oh, you don't even have your video on, do you? I'm trying. My Skype is screwing up. Uh, get your get your video on. I may give you a pass on this one because I love you, I Jason. See it and I saw Sabrina in the picture the other day. Don't don't think that I didn't see her. Course light. Is, is, is that course light? It's drinking yeah. uh, course okay. light. Well, I, it's I get, the water. Beer flavored water from Colorado. <laughs> beer flavored water from Colorado. Say, and then my camera froze <laughs> too, a, so the picture will go away. It's the biggest scam in the beer history. It's a pretty big scam. I will say <laughs> that. But but I did I did have a um my my wife's son had a beer in in, in honor of the festivities today and he had I, of course we have four more shitty Coors uh what is it Coors lights with with orange flavor oh, uh, the citrus oh, oh, <laughs> you know I thought I thought there's no way that they could make that they could make Coors beer worse, but then they decided to put like a, a citrus flavor in it, and it's horrible. It's like it's like it's, it's it has like zero star on beer and vodka. Yeah, it's horrible. It's just terrible. 
but but it sounds like an epicac. It, it, oh. it, no, epicac is better because it'll make you throw up. This this <laughs> this stuff doesn't make you throw up. It it it, it, it yeah. just stays in you. So uh, unfortunately, but Jason, enjoy your Coors Light for the for the time being. You'll only get one. If I see another one, uh, you're out. That's all there is to it. Um, so that's that's my uh, life today. This uh, this Wednesday evening on Gabnet. Then, I didn't uh, get a chance to say fuck Verizon. Oh well, thank you very much. Anybody who wants to say fuck Verizon, I can have say Verizon, fuck Verizon. And I say that too. Fuck Verizon. Yeah, but they but they have never fucked me like this, and and it really was a huge fucking. And you know, I don't, I, I yeah, I, really, I don't mind saying the word cunt, but this girl was a real cunt. As she, bad, she bad, had, bad. Uh, I, I, I you weren't there. No, this this Verizon girl. She was a real. Oh, cunt. she was a cunt. Yeah, she really, oh. she really did not have any concern for what I said. Uh, took my phone into the back, which I don't think is a practice that anybody should do, especially if if your phone is locked and they say, "Would you please unlock this?" Then don't take my phone in the back if I'm going to lo- unlock it. Obviously, I have some concern for my uh, for my uh, my privacy and for how my how my uh, things are dealt with. So it, it, it was just bullshit. It's just a bullshit system. If anybody from Verizon has the fucking balls to contact me, then you can contact me. It's radioalbert at gmail.com. I dare you to fucking contact me and excuse your poor behavior at the Forest Hills uh, Verizon store on Austin Street in Forest Hills, New York. If you have the balls to contact me and apologize for what this fucking idiot employee of yours did, then by all means, I welcome it. No problem. Anybody else outside of Verizon? Anything? Uh, anything? <laughs> I'd tell you to switch to my company, but I'd be afraid you'd get mad at them and ban me. What, what company? Oh, AT&T? But does that even <laughs> exist anymore? AT&T oh, yeah, was... was... We're, like, we're still the largest telecommunication cap- telecommunications company in the world. But that doesn't exist as a uh, as a mobile company anymore, does it? Yeah, AT&T Wireless. Well, wasn't it... Uh, it what... used to be singular, but we changed our name oh, to AT&T. Oh, they used to be singular. Right. That's, what it, that's what it was. Okay. Hmm. Um, no, I don't mind going to AT&T if they had the coverage that Verizon does. But I'll tell you, regardless of the coverage, if that's the treatment that, 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 that you give to, to people that you say that you respect and that, that, that you care about, and who, by the way, pay the bills, then I got to move to AT&T or uh, Sprint or whoever's trying to buy Sprint this week. Either one of, either one of them. It doesn't matter to me. Who's the, who's the pink one? T-Mobile? Yeah. yeah. They, I'm they thinking try, about letting them buy me out. They try to merge with Sprint. They what? They tried to merge with Sprint. I think Sprint yeah. tried to buy T-Mobile, or T-Mobile tried to buy Sprint. What, what was it? It they didn't make the deal. Oh, they didn't make the deal. They're, no. they're too unstable. No, I don't that know. I, don't, I, mean, so. I like Sprint. I'm very happy with Sprint. You have Sprint. You like your. Yes. You like your. I tell you, I don't. I don't really use the phone that much that I that I really should care. And I live in New York, so there's coverage all over the place. I don't really have to worry about that. So what the fuck am I doing with Verizon? Somebody explain that to me. Why am I not with somebody like T-Mobile who's going to charge me? Right. What What do they yeah. do? Like thirty bucks a month, and I get unlimited data, unlimited this, unlimited that, and I'm paying a hundred, close to two hundred bucks a month. For two gigs of data with three oh, phones, and hey, fuck you, I'm getting, I'm getting, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah, with, I'm getting. With, with Sprint, I have, I have everything unlimited, yeah. and my bill is the same, one hundred twelve dollars every month. And how many people you have on that bill? No, it's only my 
I got only one line. Just one, me. just one phone. Yeah, my That's... wife is like you. She loves Verizon. I don't love Verizon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, you used to. Okay. Um... But like, uh, you have to pay for every gigabyte or whatever. Fuck that. So what? I can... What? You have to pay extra if you go over some gigabytes. Right? Josh, did you do that? Who did that noise just now with the phone? Who's teasing me like that? Somebody had the phone noise. <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, somebody did that. Somebody's that teasing like me like that. Horn. No, no, it wasn't a car horn. It was definitely a. Uh, it was definitely a text or something coming yeah, in from somebody's some, phone. From some cell phone company. It was Jeff. No, it wasn't Jeff. I think it was Charlene. <laughs> Charlene's got Jeff. the Charlene's got the uh, the evil smile on her face. I think it was Charlene's phone. Was it yours? And yeah, I know you're always texting Charlene. I know I know you're always on there. She doesn't sleep today. No, no, not sleeping because she's because she's yeah. too busy on her on her on her mobile phone. I don't know. I may I may change soon because I'm I'm a little sick and tired of this. Uh, that that really pissed me off that they would. You know what pisses me off, Albert? They keep changing the. Um... You know how you can upgrade your phone? What do they call it now? They keep changing it like every month to a different name and a different... Oh, yeah. And then it's, basically, it's, all... it's screwing me, too, that I have to pay to upgrade. And it, you know, Oh, like... yeah. Now we're going to give you two gigabytes a, a month. Yeah, big deal. Every uh, every other company is given unlimited bandwidth. Why am, I, right. why am I sticking with you for two gigabytes with three phones? Uh, my, my wife's daughter uses more than two gigabytes and a half an hour. Are you kidding me? Right. What, what is that? So... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to get off Verizon unless somebody calls me immediately. Oh, they haven't called me. Oh, maybe that just that kills me. They have to have you know. Even though they're my competition, you know, I still I guess I work for the phone company. I'm very apologetic for employees. You know, don't let one employee turn you. You know, it's it's just. No, I don't. You know, I don't they have to have a better plan than I, that. Too. I had That's to wipe crazy. my phone out like that, Albert. Too. They just took it. And uh, took it out of my hand, and you know, like defaulted it back to the original settings. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good at all. Really tell you they're going to do that before they do that. Yeah, you can't do that to people. You have to say, "Well, I I found I found a solution, and that's going to be to flash the phone back to what to what it was originally set at the original settings." And then I would say, "Well, you know what? I don't want that. Let me look into what else I can do." But uh, shit, I could have done that myself. What's the big deal? I was pissed. I accidentally did it myself one time. Yeah, and you were pissed, weren't you? Yeah. yeah, think about if somebody else did that to your phone. Uh, you know, it's just because I lost pictures of my kid, man. I'll never get back. That just sucks. Yeah, well, any anytime you lose anything, any setting, that pisses people off. So uh, nice for Verizon. I, I want to thank them for that. Should we? Shall we move on from my Verizon? Uh... Yes, please go. Right, let's let's but, talk about. Last thing. There should be some spyware you could actually buy for your phone that could retrieve anything and everything they've erased. No, they haven't. I don't. I I haven't even looked into it because my battery died just as they did that. It died right <laughs> after that. I told them I have about three percent battery left. I just want to know how this can be fixed, whether it can be fixed, and they flashed the whole thing, and and then the phone died. So it's now charging. I'll get up there and I'll find out everything's lost. And frankly, I don't care because I back up everything on my phone, so that's not a problem. I'm already backed up. I'm not worried about losing stuff because I'm not as stupid as fucking Verizon is. I back my stuff up. Um, but all my settings are changed. That's the whole thing. All my icons are in the wrong place, and all, all of that stuff is, is screwed up. And, and that's what pisses me off, because once you, you get a phone, you live with it for a year, two years. I'm close to two years with the same phone. I got it just to the way I like it. You know, I don't want their fucking... They have, this, they have this thing with the weather and the clock in one massive block on the front of your phone, which the fucking weather never works. It's always gray and cloudy. It never says the 
right thing because they use some shitty service like AccuWeather and not Weather.com, which the rest of the world uses Weather.com or, or, or another service. And, and I put the Weather.com um, widget on there, which works flawlessly. I put my own clock on there, a little 2 by 2 which works flawlessly. And now they put that big fucking monstrosity back on my phone. It's disgusting. These people are disgusting. Pisses me off. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Ebola continues to spread and take lives. And we can get an update now from Rin, among all the other craziness going on in Albert's Public House birthday show. Hang in there, though. I promise you'll get to hear the report. Ebola. Uh, what else? Ebola. Also, uh, we can talk about Ebola. Also about <laughs> Ebola. And uh, like also, Ebola I also no, have a story about no, Ebola. No, and, uh, no. and there's oh, really come no... on, David. It's all I have now that you're <laughs> okay. What the hell? What okay, the hell? Is, go what, ahead. The, what the hell else is going on? Oh, and there's two sto- There's two stories about Target for some reason. I don't know why. And there's a story about porn production in in, in dropping oh. in Los Angeles, which I want to bring up a little later. Uh, but uh, why not? Uh, why not start with all Ebola? <laughs> Oh, that. <laughs> David really knows how to be the four person. He really works it. When he's the four person, he really gets into it. Uh, one of my favorites, Queen. I think yeah. off the jazz album, All Dead, All Dead. I love it. Jason is. What, what is album it? is it? I think it's jazz. Again? I think that comes from jazz. jazz? Is it? It, is. Okay. it is jazz. No, I have it? to download it after My the wife show. says no, but I think it's jazz. It's not. What is it? It's, it's not jazz. What is it? I don't know. Oh, she doesn't know. She, she's more drink or than I am, I think. It might be news of the world. Oh, it might be news of the world, yes. It might be. But or, I think. Or, or night at the opera? Well, you know what? No, not, how about, not night at the opera. Hey, no, oh. it's, not, it's definitely not night at the opera day at the races. But how about David, since you're the fur person? Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Right oh, now. Okay, good man. Good man. And Jason, uh, Jason is here with us uh, with video. Very nice to see. Uh, Tapley is online. Why are you not on the Citizen Panel? Don't know. Josh is on the Citizen Panel. Could care less because I see that he's got the uh, the Reds game behind him and he's probably doing uh, a thesis on something as well as writing a chapter in his book and something else. Am I am I right, Josh? You're, you you've already got like six or seven things you're doing at a, at a time. Am I right? I was busy tonight. Yeah. Okay, and right. and in spite of it all, you can still scream your mantra, which is. Death to America, death praise to, Allah. Death to America, praise Allah. Good. I may, uh, <laughs> I may have to take time out later if I they, leave. They to, are gonna, uh, they are gonna arrest you and deport you, Josh. To uh, <laughs> do my evening prayers. Oh, do your evening prayers if you have, if you have to break out the rug and face whatever I don't know whatever direction your evening prayers takes place. But uh, whatever you have to do, just just to excuse yourself. You can even do it live uh, with us on the show. It hasn't been done before, so why not? What the heck. Uh, anybody I'll else? Just do that. Okay, thank you. Anybody else wants to join the citizen panel? Just get on Skype. Type in Gabnet Live, one word, Gabnet Live, and you are on with David, Josh, Rin, and Jason. Where's Sabrina tonight, Jason? Yeah, I don't just watching TV. Oh, okay. Well, by she by having... the way, the, the song is from the album News of the World. Oh, News of the World. My wife is right, then. It's not jazz. Uh, I it was, was written by Brian May. Brian May, yes. Brian May, a great, great songwriter and an unbelievable guitarist, as I yes. said earlier uh, tonight when I was listening on uh, my new uh, Bose uh, Soundlink Mini. 
I think is what it's called. And if Bose wants to, to be a sponsor on the show, by all means, you can do that. Uh, just contact me. Just go to... Uh, Maybe uh, Verizon should be a sponsor. Fuck Verizon. And fuck Verizon. You know, you know what? If, Verizon. If, if, Verizon, if Verizon wants to be a sponsor, they're welcome to go fuck themselves. And I don't care about them being a sponsor at all. Because uh, even if it means money, I don't give a shit. If you have assholes like that working for you that don't give a shit about what the customer wants, then you can go fuck yourself. And, as, and I, can, I, I guarantee you this. As soon as I find a provider that provides the same coverage as you do, which is going to be hard, which is probably going to be a, lo- a little while in coming, I will gladly migrate to them instantly to get off your service because you are a bunch of douchebags. You, you, keep, you keep putting shit into my phone that I don't want, and I, the sooner I can get away from you, the better. What, Just what like- kind of phone? I have the Galaxy S3, which I love. I love the Samsung Galaxy S3. Had it for two years. Love the phone. But if you're going to just flash my phone just for, for, for no reason at all without telling me, then you're an idiot. Then, then, then you're a bunch of dopes. And, and I, I, I'm not going to go with that. So that's the story. Do we, do, we, do, we, do we dare go on with some news or what are we doing? Yes, go ahead with the news. W- really? Usually you say, I don't care. I don't care, but if you had some good news, I will care. Okay. I, I don't really have any good news, but no, we started off with the uh, we started off with the uh, uh, all dead. So we got to go to uh, Ebola first. I'm sorry, Rin. Uh, you have the uh, you have the con as it as it said in uh, in Star Trek. <laughs> yes, Rin, so, go uh, ahead. So well, tell tell us all you know about Ebola, and I will tell you what I know about Ebola. Okay, well, there's now 1,711 cases. What really? That's- the yep. other, I have 932. That's deaths. Oh, deaths. Oh, okay, deaths. Okay, good, good. Is that, is that, yeah. the, is that the right figure for deaths? Yes. Oh, I want more Which deaths than that. 45 more than on the first. Okay, good. Uh-huh. And there's a Spanish priest who picked up the Ebola in Liberia, and he's being flown to Madrid. God bless him. So God they're bless ju- him. They're just <laughs> grabbing these patients and flinging them here and there. Yeah. And, and, and uh, my... Fa- so yes. wait a minute. So their decision, and where did he get this Ebola? This priest, this Spanish priest. I assume he picked it up while ministering in to, somewhere, uh, somewhere in uh, in Africa, where they have this crisis in Li- going on in Liberia. In Liberia. So they're so in their good sense, they've they've thought the same thing that the stupid Americans did is let's let's get him out of Liberia where this is concentrated, and let's see if we can't get him into another country where there's no Ebola, which spreads rapidly, no Ebola at all. Let's do that. That's what they thought. To quote Bill Murray, let's split up. We can do more damage that way. That's right. When was that from Ghostbusters? That was. Okay, good. Very nice. <laughs> Well, well, good, good for the good for the Spanish. Then I hope the Spanish oh, suffer the same wrath as we do. Go ahead. Yes. And my favorite headline mm-hmm. that I found today was from Fox News. Oh, and yeah. it's is Obama's CDC adding to fears? <laughs> <laughs> adding to and, 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 my, and my, my question is adding to fears about what terrorism? Ebola. Oh no! Why would they do that? Yeah. But the, isn't that hilarious, yeah. Obama's CDC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I just got a kick out of that. Well, that's Fox News. You got to love Fox News. Yeah. And, How and, dare you to talk about Fox News <laughs> this way? Best news ever. You see, this is what I like about have David, but, da- David Hayek as the four person. When I don't see Bill O'Reilly at 8 o'clock, I cannot sleep. Yeah. I have to... 
Watch it again at 11. I understand. Bill O'Reilly, but my my favorite... Who who else is... I don't even know who's on there Dennis anymore. Dennis Miller, his you. best friend. Is Dennis Miller on Fox now? No, he's always on Wednesday with him. Oh, with, with, with Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah okay. they are touring together the country and promoting... Well, you know, I, I have to say, I, I, I don't mind Dennis Miller uh, switching from being a, a, a rabid liberal... To somewhat of a douchebag uh, conservative, but I, but I, but I will say that I really never cared for him because I thought he was an asshole from the start. Exactly. So, so it he's doesn't a, matter to me. I didn't. I never thought asshole. he was funny. I never. I never thought. I never thought his uh, his his jokes were that great. So it doesn't matter to me whether he's a liberal or a conservative uh, because they can all they can all be douchebags. Liberals or conservative yeah. doesn't matter to me. Uh, what else do you have on uh, on Ebola, uh, Ren? Um, I, the guy in, um, I've forgotten the name of the hospital there in New York. Yeah, that's, Cedar uh, Sinai. yeah, that's when, that's when my buddy Michael, who's sitting here right now, are you going to Cedar Sinai tomorrow? Mount Sinai. Oh, Mount Sinai. No, that's different. Cedar Sinai. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought he was going to Cedar Sinai when we were sitting at the bar and I, I said to him, I said, and with no dis- disrespect or anything, but I hope you get Ebola and I hope you survive it. But, but what, what, a, what a great story that would be. I had, <laughs> I had Ebola and, and I survived it and I was the first person in New York ever to get Ebola and, and I thought that would be great and I'd come visit you with my gloves on and my yellow suit or whatever, whatever they're going to put me in. But uh, now it's suit. now it seems that's not going to be the case because he's going to Mount Sinai, not Cedar Sinai. So so what? Uh, oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're going to Mount Sinai? In New York. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, Rin, I think you're wrong. Is in California. That's yeah. what I was saying. No, I you're wrong. The name of the hospital. Oh no, no, it's not. It's Mount Sinai. Cedar Sinai is, is not New York. Yes. It, in fact, I have the story right here. Right. The man oh, was good. admitted Monday to Mount Sinai Hospital. After coming to the emergency room complaining of fever, the man has been isolated since being admitted. Mount Sinai said it has seen no other patient who have similar symptoms or have recently been to West Africa. So it is, in fact, Mount Sinai. And my friend Michael, who's sitting here right next to me, who is very healthy, well, in as much as he's not inebriated, but he is very inebriated, um, he, well, not very. Are you well, very? Well, it's inebriated? nice that you were able to see him and say goodbye. Yeah, but I told I told him I don't I don't want him to get the deadly uh, Ebola. Just get get just get the Ebola and survive it. Whatever they're the whatever they're pre- Ebola. yeah whatever they're pretending is going on in in Georgia and and those other places. Um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. glad you're happy for that. So yeah, the guy the guy in New York who was at Mount Sinai Hospital, uh, it turns out he does not have the the Ebola virus he tested negative so so it's not cedar sinai uh maybe there is someone in, right. at cedar sinai in, in california who has it but but not at mount sinai maybe michael will be the first guy i don't know you you and, and if he is you won't hear about it on this show unless they allow me to bring the my internet connection in and i can do it from a laptop because i will do the show from his from his bedside uh live and how great would that would you allow me to do that Sure. See, he'll allow me to do it, uh, and <laughs> and, and, and fucking Fox News will not have the uh, exclusive. And fucking how dare C- you? Yeah, who? Don't how, say fucking fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm how sorry, David. I'm sorry. And 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 those douchebags at Fox News will not be able to broadcast it. Nor will CNBC or NBC or ABC or CBS or any of the other illegitimate news organizations. Uh, maybe I'll allow HuffPost in there uh, with me because they're so legitimate. 
otherwise, nobody else will be able to uh, to broadcast it. And I will I will follow the uh, the developments as they um, um, uh, as they uh, break with Michael and his <laughs> Ebola virus. Anything else on on, on Ebola? Nope, I'm done with my side. No, nothing more. So uh, the guy in New York uh, tests negative for Ebola. We have the uh, death toll rising. Uh, 932 is what I had. Um, uh, What else? Uh, Oh, oh, uh, uh, Ebola outbreak delays the return of six Tuskegee students. Uh, The uh, six students from Tuskegee University are stranded in Liberia because of the deadly uh, uh, Ebola outbreak. The Alabama University said the students are taking part in a study abroad program. (laughs) Yeah, okay. In the nation's capital of Monrovia, the program was to end July 10th. But British Airways temporarily suspended flights from Liberia and Sierra Leone until August 31st. The students are now expected to leave Liberia on August 17th. I don't know how they're doing that. Maybe on some kind of a uh, a, a, a caribou or uh, some Hmm. kind of livestock. I don't know how they're how they're how they're getting out of there. But that's the story. Yeah, because I think their borders are still closed. I believe so. Yes. In addition to that, uh, uh, it's I'm reading that lawmakers are starting to look at the Ebola crisis in Africa. The House is convening a hearing tomorrow on combating the deadly Ebola virus as if they have any fucking thing to do with it. They, the, they have yeah, lawyers the in Africa. Is getting involved, what, 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 is, what is that, David? And then they, have, they have lawyers in Africa? I have no idea what they have in Africa. They barely have any representation in the nation's capital, so I don't know what they have in Africa. Uh, Rin, you were saying something? Uh, the UN is getting involved with Ebola. Oh, uh, the U- the UN? Yeah. The useless yeah. nations are getting involved mm. in, in oh. the Ebola? I, I don't believe I it. Let, let, me, let me know when that happens. I don't, I don't believe it. Uh, top nip, top, the top witness at the hearing of, uh, of uh, Congress tomorrow at the House will be Dr. Tom Frieden, director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. The World Health Organization refers the, uh, uh, reports the virus has killed 900 people. Most of the latest deaths in Liberia. And uh, President Obama says the U.S. and its allies will continue to do everything possible to help Liberia, Guinea, Sierra Leone, uh, and any other nations that are involved in the crisis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you laughing at? What? Oh, we're looking at Josh? What's Josh doing? Josh is taking his pants off? <laughs> Oh, Josh is praying. Josh. <laughs> All right, I'll just tell you, Josh is taking out. Josh is taking out some kind of a uh, prayer rug. He he is facing the camera, which I think is pointing uh, pointing up. I don't know where the camera is pointing, but he but he's he's got his he's got his uh, his ski cap. What's the name of the uh, ski cap company? He's got his Neff his, his Neff ski cap, which is uh, the the preferred ski cap of all the uh, chilling kids, and he has now oh, done his is bowing to several to several uh, I don't know deities that he prefers, and uh, he's in the middle of it. maybe it's not maybe this is maybe this is his exercise I don't know whether it's prayer he hasn't oh, said it all but uh, but whatever it is. I'm, I, I may I may find a way to get this on uh, YouTube every night because that's the only way to go. And by the way, uh, uh, welcome to Charlene. 
who is almost oh. in silhouette. No, you got you got good light there now, Charlene. Welcome, Charlene. How are you? Yeah, I wanted to call to say happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Josh is praying now, so let's uh, have he's a moment of silence. For you, he's praying for you, somebody. He's, he's praying to Allah. He's praying. I don't know what he's praying to, but he's not praying to me because, or for me because I need no prayers. He's praying for the Reds, right? Oh, He's praying for Cincinnati. All right, his socks are going back on. His shoes are going back on. But you can't put the socks on when you're standing on the rug, Josh. You have to stand away from the rug. The rug, now you have to burn the Yeah, the rug is sacred. You can't put the shoes on yeah. when you're standing on the rug. Okay, that's better. Yeah, stand away from the rug. Good for you. So that's uh, that's the uh, that's the latest with uh, Obama and Africa. Although although the, although this is great, in spite of the uh, the this, the situation with Ebola in Africa, President Obama is touting the presence of a new, more prosperous African continent. I don't know how he's able to say that. Uh, he hosted a U.S. Africa Leaders Summit, and he noted new avenues for international trade with Africa. Doesn't really give a shit, I don't think, about Ebola. He said the U.S. and its allies would continue helping Africa with public health issues and food programs, although he didn't, as usual, didn't specifically say how he's going to do that. Speaking at the State Department, Obama said billions of dollars in public and private investment will be committed to, to the African continent economies, although I, I believe they're committed already, so it really, doesn't, it really doesn't mean a hell of a lot, I don't think. Uh, let's, see if, uh, let's see if Josh is... No, Josh is not with us uh, yet anymore. Anybody want to comment on Ebola in general or any other thing that's going on? Move on with Ebola. Move Fuck on? It. Move yeah. on. We're all going to get it. We we should know about it before we die of the whole thing. Don't, don't you think? worry. Nobody will die. Uh, well, no. Somebody will die. Probably not us. No, but not, somebody not will us, die. Not us. So, so, so we will just uh, enjoy because your... Josh is praying for all of us. Yeah, Josh, is pr- right. Josh has prayed for all of us. He's put away his uh, his rug. He's put away his uh, what is that? A headgear? His headgear? What? He's putting his headphones back yeah, on. What is, what is the headgear that you uh, that you had there? Was that a was that a Neff uh, ski cap that I saw? What was that? Yeah, that's my uh, prayer cap. Your prayer cap, okay. Yamaka. And I saw. No, it's not a yamaka uh, because uh, he's. A, are you a supporter of the Jews or what is your what is your stance on Israel? Oh, the Jews must die. The Jews must die. die as infidels. <laughs> okay, the Jews must die okay, as infidels. I think that NSA will have a day something. Yeah. They're, <laughs> They're gonna come. They're gonna come get Josh after they come get me for broadcasting this I mean, kind of if, thing. If we don't see Josh tomorrow and the next day, we know where he is. And we'll come get him too, won't we? Oh yeah, I know I will. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with that. Liquor me up. I'll come get Josh anytime, and, and the rest of you guys. <laughs> so easily. will I. I can easily. get anybody. Uh, but even you, you'd even get Jeff if you had to. No, no, no. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah, I knew you drew the line somewhere. I knew there was a, some line drawn. Coming up Thursday in the Public House and a discussion on music. Stay close. This is an Internet Network news break. IP Pingsley reporting. The Internet offers many options for news, talk, and entertainment in the form of podcasts. But there is an Internet broadcast network that stands apart from the rest. The Great American Broadcast Network, or GabNet. Why is this network different? It's called the Citizen Panel. Ordinary, everyday citizens call into GabNet programs and become part of the Citizen Panel. Members of the Citizen Panel are free to stay on for the entire program and interact not only with the host, but with all the other Citizen Panel members. 
The connection method is a program called Skype. This allows for multiple people to be conferenced together. Open Skype, type the handle GabNet Live and connect. For more information on this network, its programs, and its hosts, log on to GabNet.net. That's GabNet.net. This has been an Internet Network News Break. This is GabNet, the great American broadcast network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. It's GabNet Rewind, Albert's Public House Edition. I'm Rob Alfano. As the discussion got started on Thursday, the family dinner table was raised. How it's disappearing. Albert read a study on the topic. The citizen panel then remarked, this is um, this is not surprising to me. A survey that just came out. Uh, no, well, it's not a it's not a survey. It is a study. I don't no. know what the difference is really. What, but, what university? Uh, it's not. It's from something called the NPD Group. I don't know what exactly. What the fuck is that? Don't don't have any idea. But you know, as you're long, the four person. Look it up. No, oh yeah! Wow. Oh, oh. Man. Kicking uh, the teeth the... to the four person. <laughs> you want it to be the four person, so I she's right about knows. that. He More than breakfast. half of Americans eat breakfast and lunch alone. This is this is big study news. A study from a market research group reveals more than 50% of people eat those meals by themselves. They say the main reason is that single-person living has skyrocketed to nearly 30%. I don't know what it was before. It's the highest level in U.S. history, according to the Census Bureau. So we're all eating alone. I also think it has to do with the fact that people can't stand each other anymore, and too many people are... uh, uh, having their attention torn away by other stupid things so they don't want to eat with uh, people. I have to say that I I am a huge proponent of social eating, and uh, I try to get the people in my house together. What's that? I agree with you. Yeah, and and, and I don't understand why it goes away. It is one of the most social... Things you can do in because life. Because everyone wants to be on the smartphone. Yeah, I don't, I don't get know? that at all. Yeah, but, it, but it doesn't even happen at home anymore. You know, only because uh, everyone is on the fucking smartphone. But no, but there are there are still families who do this, uh, uh, and it's yeah. usually, it's yeah. usually it's usually uh, families that have roots uh, somewhere else, not here in the United States. Those uh, those roots have uh, disintegrated and died a long time ago. But families that that come from other parts of the world, they seem to still stay together for meals. Uh, especially on, at times where they're celebrating something or, or uh, commiserating, things like that. But you don't even see a lot of that with, with families anymore. And it's, it's kind of disappointing because I think there's nothing better than getting together with uh, at, at least a half a dozen people and, and passing stuff back and forth and having some great conversation among uh, some, some, some good or, or bad-for-you food and uh, a couple of uh, nice drinks, cocktails, libations, what have you Damien I don't have your microphone your microphone is not checked on Hmm? Hmm? we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting the finger is up there keep talking the finger is up what are you you're generating a new thing yeah well I'm not gonna stretch but you you let me know when you've got it back can you hear me now I got yeah I got Uh. you okay what what a what was your comment that was uh, that was okay. delayed there by technical difficulty? <laughs> I was just kind of wondering, you know, at what point 
does this actually drop off the the people eating together as a family? Because you know Nicole and I eat together pretty much every night that we are together. You know, and the only times we don't eat together is when we're phys- physically separated. Yeah, yeah. So you know, at what point do you have kids, and then you guys all kind of drift apart and have your own dinners? I mean that. I, I don't understand how that even happens in the first place. Yeah, I I've, I have trouble understanding that myself, and I and I continually ask myself, how does it get to the point where people are just picking up fast food from the drive-through, sitting their kids down somewhere, and not participating in a meal together? I don't understand it, even if it's fast food. Why aren't well, you sitting exactly. down? Even if it's fast food, sit down with right. your kids and eat it with them. I mean, it, or your family. Right, it doesn't even have to be kids. What's that? Your food together. You get the meal and you get the iPad. You know, you give the kids the iPad. You don't even talk. Yeah, no, no, all devices should go away. That's when you find out what each what's going on in each other's lives. I mean, I, I really miss that because, you know, being on the road all week, I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner alone most mm-hmm. of the time, and I really look forward to the weekends when, you know, we can interact and be, be with friends and go out. A couple of weeks I got to do a show down in Atlanta. That's even good because at least I'm with, you know, all the other sales guys that were, were together. Yeah, so we, yeah we I mean, we host little gatherings all the time. We, that's one of our favorite yep. things to do is to have friends over. We all cook together. Everybody, yep. you know, contributes and we all make a meal. And we do that at least once, if not twice a week. And, you know, go out to breakfast together on Sundays, stuff like that. It's Fun. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. I always yeah. go. I always go with my wife when she's not working. We always go to some diner. You know, yeah. we talk about mm-hmm. what's going on. You know. Do you, D- David? Do you, do you and your wife do you cook at all? Do you do you do you make? Yeah, that part of the my thing? wife is a she's a great cook. I oh. cannot cook anything, but uh-huh. uh, she can. <laughs> and, and like we enjoy to try different restaurants yeah. and diners. Yeah. You know and. Uh, I very much enjoy it, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I, and I know people uh, who are a generation older than I am, who don't understand it either. Because my friends, who are their kids, for some unknown reason to me and to them, my friends never have had that in their lives. They've never had meals with the kids, and I don't understand how that doesn't happen. I just don't understand it. Do you think that it might be like an Italian thing in your case? Because Italians well, if, and people if, from the south, they are like well, this in, way. In know? my case, if I were Italian, then it would be an Italian thing. But since I'm <laughs> not... You're not? No, I'm not. How many? Do you well, listen to the show? Do you listen to the show at all? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> a news story about Peter Frampton getting angry on stage during a concert because someone was taking pictures of him started the Citizen Panel discussing about how their lives have changed since we've had cell phones with cameras, especially when you go to concerts. And no one seems to have memories anymore without pictures. This turned into a Morrissey love fest as well. What else? Somebody else pissed off uh, Peter Frampton. Well, I saw this. was pissed off in Indiana. It is uh, well known, I guess, from the tickets and from announcements and everywhere in the concert, that photography is not allowed at Peter Frampton concerts. Uh, he ended up taking matters into his own hands in Carmel, Indiana over the weekend when one couple refused to follow the policy. The couple reportedly spent much of the show in the front row snapping flash photos and oh. filming the performance. 
in spite of Peter Frampton's obvious gestures to get them to stop doing that. The reviewer says Peter Frampton became so frustrated at one point that he turned his back to the audience, and toward the end of the show, he finally put an end to the whole thing. He reportedly approached the couple and asked to see their photos. When the man gave Peter his phone, uh, the rock and roll guitarist hurled a device toward the back of the stage, and the crowd erupted in cheers. So that's another one. That he's up there with the with the uh, the hamburglar pie uh, purchaser. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't get why didn't he just have them thrown out at some point in the concert? Uh, I guess it's probably it was probably uh, too much of an interruption. You know, you know, because other people are there except for these two assholes with their camera. Other people are there enjoying the show, and he, you know, any performer knows the show must go on. You keep it going in spite of idiots who do what they do. Uh, and occasionally you hear this in, in Broadway shows when somebody stands up and say, could you get off your fucking cell phone? Uh, and Peter Frampton did the same thing, unfortunately, at the end of his show. But good for him for, for hurling the camera at the yeah, back Because I could stage. see being on stage, those flashes would really be annoying. Yeah, going I don't off think. in your face. Well, you know, it's, I guess it's also copyright. I guess it's also, it's his image. And, you know, respect the guy. If that's what the rule is, that's what the rule is. I, I don't know why you would want to do that if they say don't take pictures. Don't take pictures. What's the big deal? You know, if there's not enough pictures of Peter Frampton in the world, get a picture so, from the web. There's plenty up there. You, you, you want to enjoy the concert? Enjoy the concert and have memories. Does anybody have memories anymore? I'm yeah, not, you know, not. I was say, that's, that's the most annoying part. I go to a lot of concerts. I've been going to live music since I was a, a little girl. And now, you know... I'm paying for a show and I'm standing behind everyone who's holding up their cell phone. Yeah. And I can't even see who I'm there to see. And all I can see is everyone's bright cell phone. They're posting on Facebook. They're, you know, taking videos, taking pictures. And it's, it really, it's a bummer. I I just, I never got that whole thing. And, and just like you, I've gone to a gazillion shows over the years, having worked with music radio stations for many years and uh, and being a person who loves all kinds of music. And mm-hmm. I just don't get this thing where I'm watching something and I have to take picture after picture after picture. Well, I'm sucking it in. You're not watching it at that point. No, well, well, that's the whole thing. You're not even paying attention to the show. You're not listening to the music. You're just exactly. focusing on getting it zoomed right and getting it cropped it's, right. And it's, it's just... It's all about the availability of the camera. You know, when we started going to concerts originally... The only way you could take a picture of the concert was if you actually brought a camera. And that's when you, you, you would often see on the tickets no photographs mm-hmm. or anything like that. And then camera phones came out, and there's just simply no way to um, ban cameras from concerts anymore unless you ban cell phones from concerts, in which case you're just not going to get very many people. So um, I've always wondered about that, you know, where... Where is the line drawn? But I'm not. I'm not even. You know, I'm, as you said, this couple was using their was using their cell phone, yeah. not an actual camera. But I don't. So. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about the availability and and how easy it is to take pictures of everything. I just. I've never been of that mindset where I have to take pictures of everything because it it it, it it's always 
distracting to me from the performance, distracting to me from looking at the Grand Canyon as a spectacle. Right. That kind of thing is always distracting to me. So, so it takes away from the experience, number one. And number two, something that happened during the 80s when MTV started and you had a video for a piece of music that was indelible. That could not be separated from the music. And that, I thought, was a travesty. That was a terrible thing to happen to music. And I think it's the same thing that happens um, with taking pictures at uh, concerts and events, is that, that those pictures become your memory of the event. And you don't have any other memories of the event. And I, I would be so sorry to lose the memories that I have just in my brain, although after last night's conversation or two nights ago, you know that I will lose it eventually because I will have Alzheimer's probably within the next 20 years somewhere. Um, but I, but I've, had, I've got my, uh, my nephew working on that. We'll get the video together and, and we'll show that. So that, you know, that. I will say that, you know, I, I never actually, I was never tempted to actually, um, I was never tempted to take pictures at a concert until I actually had a cell phone that could take pictures. Right, right. And you know, so I don't do that during the whole concert, but I do snap a few pictures here and there. Um, and I would never have done so without the cell phone. So I kind of do think that just the availability of having the camera I agree. makes people take pictures more often. I agree with you, but it's got it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten way out of hand. And that's and that and that's what I that's what I tell people who are with me uh when I go to concerts now and they and they've got their uh their iPhone or their Android out and they're taking the video and they're in a corner somewhere or behind somewhere and getting horrible video. And I said, well, what, why are you bothering? If you go to YouTube an hour after you yep. get home, there will be people at this very show who are up front, who are getting the same video, who've got better quality audio than you do. Use their stuff. Bookmark their thing. Download their uh, flash or whatever video it is. And save that as your memory, but you're taking crappy video well, for what? And wasting and your time doing it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. And to you're me. going to the show. You yes. could have experienced that live. Yes. It's like, why do you need to go home and find this YouTube video? You went to the show. You should have, you know, soaked that in. Yeah. I mean, my, some of my best memories in my life are being in live shows mm -hmm. and just kind of nobody else is even there. It's just me and it's it's just a wonderful experience listening to a band or a person that you really love and you know, I would rather experience that than go home and upload my video that I got and rewatch that. That's what I, that's what I think too. I mean, I and yeah. and, and, and I, I tell you who uh, uh, I've seen Morrissey a couple of times, and uh, oh, it, it, you he's know, he's always canceled every time I've gotten a ticket. Well, my my uh, my wife's daughter was supposed to see him last month, and he and he canceled, and she's pissed. She didn't even know. Oh, he canceled an hour before yeah. the show. I drove like. Two and a half hours, and I got there, and my sister looked at me and said he canceled. It and I, that hang, was it. I was done buying tickets. Hang on, that. David. I'll get to you. Uh, so, so. Um uh, you know, say what you want about the guy. Uh, his voice is a little strange. The music is uh, is a little weird at times. Uh, but I love him, and I have to say, I love. I, I have to say, uh, regardless of what you think of him, and my wife was not a huge fan uh, before she saw him live because he oozes charisma. There is something about this man that that you cannot look away. There's something, even though even if he doesn't speak during the show, there's something crazy about uh, about this guy that you have to watch. And and I cannot see 
uh, uh, videotaping this. I went home one time after a Morrissey show, and I went to look on YouTube at the video that people have t- had taken of that very show, and I said, you know what? doesn't even come close to, to, to giving you the feeling that you have when you're there watching the guy. There's some kind of magnetism, this charismatic aura that, 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 that pulls you in that doesn't come through in video at all. And if you're taking video, you're wasting your time. You're, you're blowing your chance to experience whatever show that is. It's, it's, it's a mistake. David, go ahead. I'm you know, sorry. With- well, let me, let me give David a chance. Yeah. I'm just... I, I don't mind taking pictures. It also depends on or stadium. Why are you breaking you know, up like, on me? You're breaking up like crazy, David. I'm breaking up again? Yeah. No, it's a fucking... You're slowing I'm down. So- let me I'm let, sorry. let me go to Nicole for a second. See if your oh. see if your signal stabilizes. Yeah, a bit. you know, I was just gonna say, you know, don't get me wrong. I I love Morrissey. He's a total diva, though. I mean, no question but about I adore it. him. I've I've, you know, I've loved the Smiths ever since I was a kid. I grew up in the '80s. That was my music. Smiths, The Cure. I mean, I could go on and on. Most of the bands and concerts that I've seen were from the '80s. And I love Morrissey. I've been dying to see him. I've never had the opportunity, but I, you know, at this point. Every time I've bought a ticket, he's canceled. So it's like, why even go through the whole process of buying it, then getting reimbursed yeah, or driving well. out there? It's just, fr- it's frustrating. But I would just love to see him. You're mad um, at Morrissey. That's what it is. And let me tell you, when you... <laughs> mad when, at Morrissey. No, just, when, you know, when like you every do, other fan, I've been let down, I guess. When you I do see Morrissey, when you do see him, you will forgive him. You will, you will rush the stage. You will push past all the Mexican men... <laughs> All the Mexican men that are at the front of the stage trying to jump up and kiss him and grab his legs, and you will forgive him with tears in your eyes. You will do that. I probably will. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Did you see the video on YouTube where he, he ended the show when he played in, in uh, San Jose? In San Jose, yeah. He played in San Jose, and, um, and they started rushing him at the stage, and, and he ended the show, and it's kind of hilarious. Oh, <laughs> well, somebody kind of knocked him over a little bit. And he yes, I, yes, I did see that, yeah. Well, that, right. that, that happens on a regular basis with the guy, and they, they time it perfectly where mm-hmm. they jump on the stage right when they know it's coming right before the, uh, the break for the encore or just at the last song, and they rush, 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 rush. They know what they're doing. The, the Mexican man. Well, he is pretty, you know, he's dreamy. <laughs> he's got that voice that just, it's not, you know. it's, 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 it's not just the voice. It's the, it's the whole thing. There's some, there's a nonchalance. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, a fuck you attitude about him. Yeah, he doesn't give there, a fuck. No, there, and yet he does. It's a strange, strange <laughs> thing. I have never seen any performer with this type of charisma before. It's a very strange <laughs> thing. And so that's what, that's what I mean. You can't go to a show with a guy like that. And I'm sure there's tons of performers that I've seen like that and tons of performers that everybody sees. But don't hold up a camera constantly and miss out on that. That's crazy. What are you doing? David, are you back with us? Me? You're, yeah, you're stuttering. Is it better? It's a little better now. Go ahead. I just want to say that I'm taking videos in concert myself. Uh-huh. And I don't mind. Oh, Okay. When when what's the uh, what's the concert you going to and taking video? What what what? Uh... I took complete Depeche Mode video. Oh, 
in, in Atlantic City. And also, I took complete video in Philadelphia. Of whom? Pet Shop Boys. Oh, Pet Shop Boys. Nice! Did yeah. you just actually say Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys in the same sentence? He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome, David. Then, you have just gone up. <laughs> yeah, I love you, David. Yeah, and he, and he well, makes David fun and of I me. I just have seen the Pet Shop Boys twice in the last year. Yeah, and great concert. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't bother anybody with my iPhone camera. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind. I just I have it now on my DVD, and I enjoy it. How many buttons did the Pet Shop Boys press? Because I think, what do they press? Three buttons, and the rest of the show sets itself, doesn't it? No, it's oh, not come on. at all. They, I'll, be know, doing, yeah, yeah. I'll be doing that same joke for Erasure a while. Like, for instance, I never heard of Morrissey. I, I have no idea who he is. Oh, you're kidding. How, how could you not know about Morrissey and the Smiths if you know the Pet Shop Boys and you know yeah. Depeche Mode? They were right I mean, in there sorry, together. I'm, being, I'm gonna check you know him the out curious, on YouTube. Right? Do you know the? <laughs> they were banned in Czechoslovakia. Do you know the well, Smiths, David? What kind of? Huh? Do you? Are you familiar with the Smiths? No, I I, I have to check everything out. British I band mean, Johnny Marr was the guitarist. Uh, oh come on! So you only I like the synth stuff. You only like the poppy, dancey synth stuff, then. David, no, it's electronic. I like electronics. Oh, okay. Like electronic. I mean, I'm a, I'm a rock and roll guy. Okay. okay? Well, Wait, like, you're a rock and roll guy, and you like the Pet Shop Boys? Impossible. I, mean, it's, <laughs> I grew up with it. Okay. Yeah. Depeche Mode. is a great electronic music. You know, yeah. I, rock and roll music is number one, and then I like Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys. Okay. But I never heard of. Morrissey, so I'm going to check it out on YouTube. Check it out, you'll, and I guarantee you're going to hate it. I, I guarantee you're going to hate Morrissey. Because no, he won't hate it. Recommended Machines. What? Is it better than that band you recommended to me, Machines? It's Secret Machines. It's completely different. It's completely different. Completely different. Okay, yeah, I'm going to yeah. check it yeah. out. You're going to hate it more than Secret Machines, I think. You're going to hate Morrissey. You're going to hate the Smiths. I'm going to I'm gonna give it a shot. But you know what? Here's what you do. Go, go on to YouTube and look up the Smiths because I guarantee you, if you know the Pet Shop Boys, you know Depeche Mode, you're going to know the Smiths without question. You're going to know a lot of the Smiths well, songs. David, do you know the band named Electronic? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Electronic. Um, Neil Tennant from Pet Shop Boys mm-hmm. sung for Electronic right. for a couple of songs, and Johnny Marr is the uh, lead guitarist for Electronic, and Johnny Marr is from the Smiths. So and, there's a connection. Go check it out. And if All you right, and if really. and if you know the band New Order, and okay, if you know the band New Order, and and, yeah. and before New Order was uh, um, uh, Joy Division. Joy Division. The bass player was the bass player in Electronic. All right. So I'll it all comes it together there. It all comes together. I got, I got nothing to do all day. I will check it out. <laughs> yeah, check out, check out. Uh, this. Go to the Smiths first, and and you know what? Here, here, I'm going to tell you what song because it's kind of electronic in nature. Look up the Smiths. How soon is now? It's their biggest song. It's an anthem for a generation of uh, of depressed, suicidal kids. Um, and you've totally heard it before. <laughs> yeah, oh, you've heard it. You've heard How Soon Is Now. What is, what is it again? It's what? How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. 
and right. that, and that, the guy who's singing is Morrissey. And then you can look up other Smith songs, and and you'll know them from the eighties. Big, big, big songs. I, I recommend "What Difference Doesn't Make." I That's do too. I do too. One of my favorites. Uh, and, and if you want to look up an album, look up "Strange Ways." Here he comes. That's my favorite album. Rick, All anything? Right. Or "Meat Is Murder." "Meat Is Murder." Yeah, "Meat Is Murder" is a good one, especially if you're a uh, vegetarian. <laughs> and, and, I see a fair amount of music live, and I can't imagine standing there taking pictures. It just to me, it's I'm, yeah. I'm not. I want to get into the music. I'm not there to take pictures of what's going on. I agree. Uh, hey, David, let me ask you: when you when you uh, when you when you you say you like Depeche Mode, which Depeche Mode do you like? Do you like the Vince Clark, the early Depeche oh, Mode at I, all? I don't. I don't like Vince Clark Depeche Mode. I like. Uh-huh. I like most of the '80s, but I might say that. The last album wasn't bad. It was a good mm-hmm. album. So you like it was the fantastic. You like the people are people. Album, yes. You like the uh, you like the masters master and servant. You like the I blasphemous like rumors. You like Black that kind of stuff. Celebration yeah, is right. my favorite album. Okay. Some great reward is a uh-huh. great album. Great reward. I I have all these albums. I right. like everything but the the album with Vince Clark. Yeah, just can't That's get enough. You don't want that. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that song, but yeah. definitely, like, I like Black Celebration, okay. Music for the Masses, uh-huh. Violator, yeah. you know, <laughs> I I, lo- I love it. I, I've seen Depeche Mode everywhere around the world. It's my favorite band. Where have you I, seen Depeche five Mode? Times. <laughs> I, I, I've seen them in Austria, in the Czech Republic, in Germany, uh-huh. in Great Britain. Wow. Nice. Wow, instead of a deadhead, you're a Depeche head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I really like the I really like the last album, and I I really like them. I like Dave Gahan, you know. And thank thank goodness he, he he was not good at committing suicide, huh? Yeah, thanks God. <laughs> and also that that album after his suicide, Ultra. It's also a very good album. What's the late What's the last album called? The the last one that came out. It's something about. Uh, it was not Sounds of the Universe. It was... I'll oh, have to look it up. Machine. Delta Machine. What is it? Delta Machine. Delta, Delta Machine. Machine. All right. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I have a lot of Depeche Mode myself. I don't know if I have that one, but I'm going to have no, to... Delta Machine is pretty good. It's like it's a celebration good. of Southern music. Oh, really? By yes, Depeche Mode? That's why they call it Delta Machine. Hmm. Okay. All right. Good. And nice. if if you don't mind, I'll be more than happy to send it to you like a birthday gift. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll be able to get it. No I got, problem. I got your address anyway. I will send you something. <laughs> How'd you get my address? What are you? Hey, uh, hey, you now. Gave, you gave it. To <laughs> me. You, you gave it. To you may, you may, uh, you may be taking the uh, rim looking, rim licking title or championship <laughs> away from Larson if you keep Look that out, up. Larson. Yeah. Rin, you're, you're, I haven't heard your thoughts on Depeche Mode. Uh, do you like the Vince Clark Depeche Mode or the, uh, or the David Gann, the, the, the newer Depeche there was, Mode? There was only one Vince Clark album yes, out I of know. like 25. Yes, but it, but it made Depeche Mode. No, you're wrong. I'm a specialist <laughs> on Depeche Mode. Oh, you're a specialist. <laughs> that, even the first album have no, have no Vince Clark on it. He's responsible... He's responsible for the first single, which is called Just Can't Get Enough. That's it. The first album, Speak and Spell, from 1981, is without Vince 1979, Clark. David. It's so, 1979. No, it's 1981. Look so at 1979. Speak and, 
speak and spell is from 1981. So you're telling I, me you're telling me that he started the band and then he, he abandoned... didn't start anything. He was a part of the band. No, he but wasn't he a founding member of the band at that time? No, he wasn't. I believe he was. No, he wasn't. I, I'm on okay. it right now. Okay. Okay. Get on. I'm sorry to piss you off, David. I, 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 I don't mean to piss you off there, Rin. Go ahead. Um, I don't, uh, I, I don't know the difference. Uh, I really like fresh mode. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as who is playing what, when that it doesn't matter to me. Apparently it doesn't matter to me either because I don't know the history properly according to David. So, uh, (laughs) so it really doesn't matter to me. I, I gotta tell you, I like them both. Doesn't, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. And I remember when I was starting off in, uh, in, in radio, was by, in, by the way, I'm yeah. right. Speak and spell is 1981 without yeah. Vince Clark. Yeah, I looked it up too. It is 81. So, so how did how did Just Can't I Get have, Enough? I, Where did that come from? I have an actual CD that's interesting. I wonder if one of their songs is earlier than that because I have a CD that actually says copyright 1979. So I wonder if one of the songs on the CD was from 1979 or something. Oh, huh. we'll wait. You can get the CD. I want you to put it yeah. on the thing so you can show David, and David's hair is going to stand on end. It is yeah. not. It is not. Vince it Clark is, is not. How dare you? How dare oh, you? I am an expert yeah, in yeah, yeah, Depeche yeah. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> this is my I'm, favorite band. I, I'm on Depeche Mode website. The first album, Speak and Spell, was released in 1981, <laughs> and Vince Clark is responsible for the hit single, just can get enough. Okay, which was, which was their first hit. Right, right. Okay. So, and by the way, I want to apologize to everybody who's listening who's not on the panel tonight uh, and having to suffer through the Depeche Mode uh, controversy. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I, this, this, this <laughs> nowadays, nowadays music sucks balls. Okay, it's very nice if somebody no, who listens and that's a bad thing to learn about Depeche Mode. <laughs> Okay. What what when music? I was when I was what? a teenager, everybody criticized Depeche, Depeche Mode how their music sucks. And look now, their music is brilliant. Yeah. It, if you compare it with today's music, you're, okay? you're, you're right. Twenty-five years later, they're still releasing albums. It's how many not, bands are still doing that? Their music doesn't suck. Their name sucks. That's the only uh, thing that sucks yeah. about it. What does, it mean? <laughs> what does it what does it mean? Fast fashion, right? It's yes. a, yeah. yeah. That's a faggy you know, name. Come on. Person that, that called them <laughs> Depeche Alamode. Yeah. Well that's what that's what I was saying. When I when I first was in radio, it was in college and we played a lot of uh what what we called alternative music back then, and that was one of the uh, one of the requ- uh, uh, required songs for us to play. We had to play a certain number of songs that we had to play every hour in college, and one of them was this single. And really, not not a lot of us knew what the hell we were doing because we were playing rock and roll records. A lot of us, and uh, but we were forced to play this Depeche Mode thing, and we didn't know <laughs> what the hell it was. But you know, when I put on Depeche Mode and I said Depeche Mode, oh, no. I said I said, well, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I said I really don't. I really don't know who Depeche Mode is, but I can't. I can't tell you that I don't like this song because it's got a good beat, and I I, gave, I give it easily an eight on a, on a scale of one to ten. So I had a great time with Depeche Mode. I bet you did. It was, it, it was the first band from West, which was allowed in communist Czechoslovakia. Oh, okay. So we got we have 
huge fan base in, in the Czech Republic. And they go there every time they are on tour. Well, we, I hope they get. I hope they uh, have a long, long uh, um, uh, time together, and I think they will because they still want to make money. Not unlike, uh, unlike a, a reunion last night. And I just want to bring this up because I miss Doug so much. But last night, Wu Tung Klein got back together on the John Stewart show. Uh, <laughs> there was a. Uh, there was a, all except for ODB, who of course is dead. But uh, all nine surviving member uh, members of uh, Klein. got to, together on the Daily Show last night. He's and, listening uh, too. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's listening. And I, I got all of two messages. Good. You tell him. You tell him to call he in. Won't, he won't sleep tonight. Call in on Monday, uh, Doug, and uh, talk about Wutu Klang's reunion, the long-awaited Wutu Klang reunion. You know, I, uh, I watched that last night, and as soon as they said Wu Tang Clan, uh-huh. the first thing I thought of was Doug. Well, of course. How could you forget? <laughs> Wu-Tung Klang. Yeah. Um. Coming up, a discussion on education, sex education, and life lessons on the Friday Night Public House. It's next. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the Great American Broadcast Network. This is only a test. Why do we call people deadbeats who don't want to work? Maybe they just want to sit around and read books and learn. Is there anything wrong with that? You just melted my fucking brain. Scientists have built an orgasm machine for women. Scientists cool. have patented a new machine that will provide... They have patented this. A new machine that will provide orgasms for women at the push of a button. It's a little okay, small... Is it available on Amazon? Can you... Can you... <laughs> <laughs> it will be. This is a test of the Great American Broadcast Network. Gabnet developed this system to inform and entertain. If this had been an actual emergency, well... Our advice would be to put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. This station serves planet Earth. This concludes this test of the Great American Broadcast Network. This is GabNet, the Great American Broadcast Network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. It's Gabnet Rewind, Albert's Public House Edition. I'm Rob Alfano. As the summer continues, I continue to fill in for Albert on Fridays. And when I started up Skype and the Citizen Panel joined me, we started to talk about education. Uh, Hundreds of parents in the Bay Area are protesting a health class textbook. Uh, They say the book goes too far with its talk on bondage and sex games. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) They call that too explicit for their young teams. The book, uh, the book supporters say it's not pornography, it's anatomy. This is a quote. This is a great book for college kids, one parent says. It doesn't fit my 13-year-old. The, they argue that the book goes way beyond the birds and the bees. The text contains topics like bondage, blindfolds, explains sex toys, and games and books called Safe and, and, uh, and the and sex books called Safe and Harmless. More than 1,500 parents signed a petition demanding the Fremont Unified School District drop the book. They say uh, these days sex education 
is less black and white. Teens have easy access to sex in movies, books, and on their phones. Sex educator Ellie Chase calls the book a modern textbook for modern times. The Fremont School District uh, stands behind its decision to buy the book for this year's uh, school for this school year teachers felt that there was that there is what california requires here are the the teachers felt here is what california requires here are the standards this is the best match for it the authors say the textbook is targeted to college freshmen but is still appropriate for younger audiences for now these moms say they'll keep up the fight to stop sex education from getting too sexy i you know i i think it's 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 rough with 13-year-olds, but the, the reality is they're going to find out about this stuff, and they're going to find out about it in maybe not such a safe way. And I, I'm not sure if it's designed for college freshmen. Maybe you've got to tone it down, maybe get a little less explicit, but there are dangers in doing that type of stuff, and, and these kids need to be aware of that, or that somebody's going to pick up like 50 shades of gray and do something really stupid, and somebody's going to get killed. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um I don't know how I feel about it. Um, uh, do kids really need to know about bondage and no. blindfolds? And- uh, but it's it's out there. Look at look at TV wait, shows wait, wait, like wait. CSI. Okay, yeah. You know what? I have three kids, and I'm very um, liberal and modern, and you know I know about all that stuff. But I still don't think I would want my 13-year-old, when my kids were 13, that I would want them to be having that in school. Yeah, I mean, I don't – I think if you have – if you're a responsible parent – I didn't have a parent that raised me where I had a a sex talk with them. But if they did, I don't think they would be telling me – my father would pull me aside and say, "Uh, son, see this blindfold? Here is a (laughs) pair of handcuffs. I mean, you explain sex to people and you let them them back to your mother when you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I think that you let people grow into who they become. I don't think you need necessarily teach them about kinks. Well, now it explains to the kid why he hears daddy in the bedroom every night going, (laughs) yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Please. (laughs) But, but, you know, the thing is, it's it's um, again, you can't be too explicit, but kids Kids are into stuff. By the time they're 13, I mean, guys, let, you know, let's be realistic. At 13, we were walking around with our dicks hard almost 24 hours a day. And whatever fantasies you had in your mind, they were going on, you know, and it's probably safer and better to learn about it from some sort of authority. And again, it doesn't have to get too explicit, but at least give some sort of information. I, I You know, I know it sounds rough. Not at 13, I think I, it's I fine to teach you. Boy, I was. Yes, but they're not just talking about boys. They're talking about boys and girls, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's fine to teach sex. I don't think you, right. I think you could leave the extraneous sex out of it. I don't think you need to teach people how to be kinky at 13. No, well, no because you find that with your is, experience. I think that yeah. people who are kinky, watch out, this is bourbon. I think that, that people who are kinky are that way as soon as they, they enter sexu- their sexuality, they start thinking about things, whether it's there in print or, print or not. It didn't happen and, that and way. And again, I, I understand, I, you know, it shouldn't be too explicit, but it should at least be something of, you know, there are things that people do that may sound weird. And, and, and you know, you're just trying to prevent injuries or, or deaths from happening. It's, it's real. That's where <laughs> okay. I'm coming from. Uh, when I was 13, 
I knew nothing about this stuff. Yeah, I didn't. You weren't as twisted as I am. That's you really right. knew about bondage and S and M and all that yes, stuff at thirteen. How did you learn that? I got. I found <laughs> magazines. <laughs> wow. I mean, I. I mean, you know, I as a thirteen-year-old, uh, I remember. You know, you knew about sex. And you were dying to try sex, but uh, to think about those things, I mean... Oh, uh, yeah, Betty much Page later. was out there at that time, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I found am that far more erotic than just a naked <laughs> woman. Yeah. So you're for the book, Rick? Would you say that the the book uh, is, is okay for 13-year-olds? Well, I haven't read the book, so I can't really comment on the book per se. And he but, doesn't have any kids. Well, no, no, that's beside the point. <laughs> I don't need little rugrats to, to know what's right for kids. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but... Um, you have a different feeling. Well, you had a 13-year-old what, what, Without seeing what's in the book, I can't comment on exactly what's in the book. But in principle, I agree that there should be some sort of education, at least alerting kids to the dangers of what, you know, acting on some of these things could be. I could see that. I mean, but... I also think that the more you teach kids and the more you tell them things are either dangerous or taboo, the more they're curious and the more they, you know, it's like I can tell you when I was a kid, I grew up uh, in a family. My grandfather owned a liquor store. And as a young, I mean, I grew up in that liquor store surrounded by booze. And it was not not a weird thing for, for six, seven years old for my father to say, you know, he'd be like sitting there with his drink and he'd say, you want to taste it? And he'd let me have a little sip. I was not one of those kids who ran on a Friday night to get someone to buy beer or to buy booze because it was never taboo to me. Same same with me. My parents, when they were having a beer with their dinner, would let me yeah. have a sip, you know. And it, so, I, again, I yeah, just like you, I never felt the need to go out and get trashed at a young age. No. I waited until I was much older. Yeah. <laughs> but... But it's just the idea that, you know, you were exposed to it and you knew it was. And you're never going to prevent kids from from doing things that are taboo. But if they hear about something and there are just too many inherent dangers in doing this stuff without having some idea, maybe you can incorporate the bondage instead of doing it, calling it bondage education, incorporate it into a sailing class so they learn to tie knots. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they get that in the Boy Scouts? Well, yeah. not, not, you know, but this is for sailing, you know, and, and some of the uh, the best rope people I've ever met in my life were, were, were sailors. <laughs> Do the Girl Scouts learn to tie knots? Uh, only only the boy, only to tie Boy Scouts up. <laughs> oh, well, I've always I, I don't know. I, I, I suppose I don't know about the book either, like Rick said, but I've just always thought that just personally for myself that. Having that taught in schools was kind of, I don't know, a waste of time or not necessary. I've just always wondered if it should be the job of schools to teach things like sex. And it seems like the education that we have now, at least in my opinion, is kind of poor. I mean, I don't think they leave school very, very smart. I mean, I think there are some kids who do who went to really nice schools or prep schools and were were forced to by their parents. But for the most part, I don't know. I mean, I've just thought that. Things like this and, and teaching about drugs and all that has taken up time that would have been, you know, better spent on just, you know, more traditional education. But Like um, learning history or... Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be my subject, you know, but I mean, but it is true. I mean, you well, know, no, even, I mean, they didn't, I mean uh, I'm just saying, how many kids do you meet that could name even the first four presidents? Right. You know, I mean, who could get past 
three or four, but yet we had to make sure they got, you know, sex education and, and, and weeks and weeks and weeks of this dare to say no to drugs program and teen pregnancy. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just like we're they're It's like they're trying to, I mean, I don't know how, maybe if teachers like doing it, then okay, I guess, but I just, you know. It's like they're turning school into a, uh, like a vocational school as opposed to an education, like learning how to live, uh, you know, learning about drugs, learning about sex. They don't teach anything about parenthood, right? They don't teach, you know, people anything about, I mean, learning about life and how to live life as opposed to learning subjects. Right. Well, that's important stuff to learn in school. That's all part of an education. Um, and, and because there are so many parents who don't do the job of parenting. Well, that's not the job of the school. But if we, no, but then you can't just turn your back and say, well, screw it. Let these kids just turn out how they turn out. No, but I, I get what, what Josh is saying. I do, too. I, I, think, I think that, um, and I know as a 13-year-old, when I was a 13-year-old girl, when those subjects came up, all we did was get embarrassed. You know, I mean, they talked about girls getting their period in front of the boys in class. You know, we were dying. We well, were no, like, see, that shouldn't happen. Well, wait, that should be wait, done yeah. separately. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's all part of sexuality, though, Rick. No, 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 no. But I, I think because it, because of the ages involved, it should be done separately right. with the two sexes. The boys go to one, you know, health ed or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And the girls are in a separate one. Otherwise, it, it is too embarrassing. And by the way, uh, Rob, they do teach about being a parent now. I really? mean, they have, I don't know. Do you have kids? No, I don't. Oh, so they have um, classes, uh, uh, you know, here for middle-aged, middle uh, school children who have to take an egg. Have you heard about this? No. Okay, they take an egg home, and there's a boy and a girl that are paired up, and they're they're pretend parents, and the egg is their baby. And it's got a timer on it. And, uh, you know, it wakes them up in the middle of the night. The alarm goes off, and they have to get up as if they're a parent to feed the baby. Hard boiled fucker. In the school district that I live in, they actually have a fake baby. It's and so, it has, like, sensors and things inside of it. Yes. So that if you drop it, it, it records that, or if you shake it, yep. or it has a timer from the time that it starts crying, it records how long until it's picked up, et cetera. And this is an assignment, and they're they're graded. And I mean, like I said, if we have health teachers, and this is what they really want to do, and all that, and maybe I'm a an elitist, and I'm just so academic. I just think this shit's a waste of time. I mean, in my opinion, if a young girl wants to learn about this kind of, I mean, she should ask her mother. Well, I, I have a you question know, as to the I, I, motives. who better to learn it. I'm from, but yeah, I understand it doesn't work for everybody. But you know, I. I question the motives of why they teach that. Are they teaching it to make them good parents, or are they teaching them to go, holy shit, the <laughs> last thing I want to do is get pregnant because I don't want to be up in the middle of the night. Well, there's yeah. there's no doubt that it's, I think, at least 50-50 that, yeah, at least half of it is is aimed at being a deterrent. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't isn't know. a bad thing. No. It, it, it shows you that it's no joke to have a baby, and it's right. a huge responsibility. But are they really teaching parenting? Or, you know, or are they just teaching this is a big responsibility and here, you see, here, take this home and see see what you think. That probably depends on the student. You know, some people are going to take it in, in the vein of this is a learning experience and others are just going to look at it and go, holy shit, I don't want any part of that. You know, yeah, even I, I think it, it does just, something positive. It's just to me, it's just an odd, uh, you know, I don't know, it's a. Uh, line of assignments i mean i i just 
this is another one of the reasons that I said I'm not really interested in working in public schools. And I uh-huh. understand that I might not be involved in something like that if I did. But I just I'm just saying what they're doing is not necessarily what I'm interested in. They're you know I don't want to raise anyone's children. I don't want to babysit anyone's children. I would prefer you know more along the lines of you know if you you're paying for this uh, college etc. If you show up, I'll be more than happy to work with you. And if you don't, hey, you know what I. <laughs> That's fine, but it just, I don't know. I've always wondered if public schools, though, you know, funded with public money, um, uh, should be teaching things that, uh, you know, probably should be taught in the home. Uh, It's just, I don't know. I really ride the fence. I don't even know if I have a good argument for why not. I guess it's just my personal feelings. I mean, people always say, I just think the world has changed a lot. And the education hasn't caught up to it. I mean, people always say, oh, they should teach them how to balance their checkbook in school. And I'm thinking, in the world we live in, why? You can get on and watch a YouTube video in 10 minutes and learn how to balance a checkbook. Do we really have to have a school show you how to do it? Yeah, and, the problem is you have you know, interest in wanting to learn that. You know, right. but, but also going back to the, um, to the sex ed or, or whatever education for, for these kids, look, look at uh, unwanted teenage pregnancies, Okay. The states that have the highest rates of that are the ones that are putting forward the abstinence-only programs. You know, and that kind of illustrates, you know, and then they're the same states that are railing against abortion. So this is insanity. I mean, wake up, open your eyes and go, look, we need to try to prevent these things. And the only shot we've got, whether it works or not, is to educate these kids. And part of part of the school's job, unfortunately, has become we have to try to prepare these kids for the real world. I mean, by the same token, the programs now where they're just learning to puke back information don't prepare kids for the real world. They're taught to be automatons. We need to teach critical thinking. Yeah, critical thinking is is very important. And and that's, you know, I could play devil's advocate with you, Josh, to say that is it more important to know who the first four presidents of the United States were than it is to understand about being a parent or about how to balance your checkbook, things like that? I mean, mm-hmm. these are life. Um, I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm, I'm throwing it out there because... I really don't either. I know that it's a passion for you, but you know, there's so many children out there who are from disadvantaged homes that have parents i mean just turn on you know my wife is uh she's been home and i come home she's not working yet and i come home and I, what she's got on is maury and every day it's paternity tests uh, yeah. and, I, and i and i look at these daddy. <laughs> yeah and i and i look at these kids and, and well the little ones they, they're adorable kids and you think what shot do these kids have in this world and if the schools aren't going to step in and and maybe um, help out with some education on life. I think these kids don't have a shot in the world. You know that's that, and, and that's what we're breeding here. So I mean, you know, there's there's yeah. that whole. No, I I like I said, I I don't even know that. Um, there's a never ending supply of those for Maury. Sure. I mean, is how many? I haven't <laughs> seen Maury in years, really. And now the last few days, she found it. You know, she's been watching all the cop shows, but uh, that, last that doesn't even include the copycat shows. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I it's a never ending, you know, revolving door of I had a threesome. Which one of these guys, you know, uh, is is the father? Let's get the paternity test done. And uh, it's it's sad. You yeah, know? it's a 16 year old today on that show and a two, two 16 year old kids. 
and uh, you know, it turns out he was the father. And you know, he's he's <laughs> given her all this and that, and she's a bitch and she's a cheat, and it ain't me. And if it's me, I'm gonna step up and take care of the kid. Oh, I really feel safe with that kid in your hands. You know, mm. he's going to do the right thing. What is the right thing, you know, for a 16-year-old? And who knows what their parents are like. So, you know, it's a it's a rough life out there. And so I think you need classes like that. I I, uh, I don't know if I would go as far as bondage, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I think the classes are important. And I do think parenting classes are important. I don't, you know, I think it shows, uh, you know, this is no joke. Kids are cute. But they're a lot of work and you do have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and you do, you know, have to do all these things and, and it costs a fortune and you have to sacrifice and, 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 right? And if they're crying, you can't bounce them off the floor on their head. Correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. I mean, it was just, I guess it just depends who you are, which is the other bad thing about our system is, you know, we kind of have a one size fits all for education and you know it's like when it came to that kind of stuff in school i just didn't do it i just you know, refused i didn't even take it i'm like i'm not taking the fucking thing anywhere you know and give me an f and <laughs> call my parents and you know what my parents will tell you he's the smartest fucking kid we've ever seen if he doesn't want to do it he's not doing it. you know i mean it's just like i don't know i i was probably ready to graduate when i was in the seventh grade you know so i mean last couple of years i didn't feel like they had anything to offer me so i just didn't do anything you know i mean i just the hell with it but I they just, didn't have a program for you they didn't have an advanced program well, for you or something to keep you stimulated i did some of it but i didn't even like it you know and and then in some ways i got um you know they tried to do some stuff and i was just like eh, you know i don't really want to do it uh I don't know why we all can't get a you know that kind of education. Why aren't you pushing other people? I you know I just didn't like school. Period. I mean, I didn't really like school. I like either. the education that I'm into now. I didn't connect um, with very many I, of my teachers. For yeah, me, it but was, I never, I never liked high school. I guess you know it was yeah, just yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I, I had college classes that I liked because of the teacher. Yes, uh, but they were in college. I had one. I only had one teacher in my uh, in my high school who even reached out to me to see that you know this guy's pretty bright, but he doesn't apply himself. And it was uh, my my what is a ninth grade biology teacher who pulled me aside, yeah, somewhere around the middle of the the year, and she said to me, you know, we, you know, in New York, you have to take the regents' exams. They're they're state exams. If you don't know what they are yet, you get. Uh, all the major subjects is science, math, English, and history. You take yeah. these New York State Regents exams at the end of the year, and you're graded on that. And you, I get a Regents diploma and all that. And right. I was getting, I was a typical right down the line C, C minus student because I did zero. I just paid attention in class. I went to class, and and, and I did the bare minimum to get by. And she pulled me aside one day after class and said to me, you're better than this. I know you're better than this. I just know it. I can tell by conversation with you. I'm going to make you a challenge. You're headed for a C or possibly a D in this class. You work with me and do everything I tell you to do between now and the end of the year. You're going to do you're going to get in the 90s on the final and you're going to get at least a 90 on the Regents exam. Are you up for the challenge? And I I I was shocked that she even pulled me aside. I was always invisible in, uh, in you know, in school. 
I took up the challenge and uh, I got a 96 on the Regents. I wound up with an A in the class. And, uh, you know, she just made sure that she worked with me in order to keep me focused because I would lose my that was my problem. I would lose my focus because I would get bored. Mm-hmm. And See, so- that's a great teacher who recognized that and took the time out to do that. See, the part of the problem is every first off, I went to grew up in you know, New York City, went to New York City schools. The classes were too crowded. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, there were always 35 kids in a class. I'm sorry. You can't learn that way. Yeah. It's just too many damn people for a teacher to, to, to deal with. We have to spend more money and, and, and reduce class size. And you have to gear programs. Everybody learns differently. Some people learn, you know, by looking. Other people learn. They can memorize stuff. Other people need hands-on. And you have to figure out a way to get through to each particular kid. 